Hello, my friends and haters. There, I know there's some watching, but mostly friends. I like the family members. We like to address them. Thank you guys for being here on this wonderful Wednesday. We're off the rails, as usual, as uh, is required of us on Wednesdays. Today's episode... Oh. No, that doesn't work either. Doesn't work either. Today's episode is sponsored by PayPal Honey. Ha <laughs> ha! Boy, better twenty-three. Just, I just want to be left alone, man. Thank you, guys. Uh, <clears throat> I'm just loving the. It doesn't work for me either. Work for me either. It doesn't work for me either. No, it work either. Oh, see, it doesn't work either. No, that doesn't work either. I can't get over Crowder is just trying to live his life right now, like. He's posting all this crap to Twitter, like he's doing his normal, like racist, homophobic shtick, and it's like, dude, um, you took a fat L, brother. You can't just ignore it. Like, look at his Twitter. Uh, he has Alex Jones on today. Hmm. He's a regular now, since the move to Rumble. Oh, is Alex on Rumble? I think so. Watch it. Watch Alex it. is looking very Joe Rogan uh, physiqued today. You mean very, good? Very top heavy. You mean man. hot? He's very top heavy. Um, here is just lots of Alex Jones. We love him. Abortion is human sacrifice. Well, that's a good take. Um, let's hear what they have to say. That's interesting. Well, think about abortion. Abortion, I don't know who described it this way. It is sacrifice at the altar of sin. I love the, I love this lighting on here. It looks like the life has just sucked out of Steven. This man, you're, you're sitting here talking about abortion. You were blowing cigar smoke in your wife's face when she was pregnant, brother. Yeah, come on, man. Well, think about abortion. Abortion, I don't know who described it this way. It is sacrifice at the altar of self. It's actual human sacrifice. And even if people want to say sacrifice... For what? At the altar of the self. The altar of the self. Mm -hmm. Okay. Deep, man. Hey, hey, uh, Crowder, when's the last time you saw your kids? <laughs> Just no, curious. That doesn't work either. Just curious. Because last I heard, they, like, were out of state, like, far away from him. And his wife is raising the kids without him. Fucking watch it. So, if you want to talk about abortion, you should try being a dad first. Okay? Because you have the baby, then you need the dad. You know, I was thinking, too, about Crowder. He's such a piece of shit. He was making fun of people with Down syndrome a couple weeks ago. How can you be pro-life? Pro-life says, kids with Down syndrome, we're having them. They all deserve to live. So he goes, you need to have the baby with Down syndrome. I'm forcing you. But when the baby with Down syndrome is born, then we're going to also make fun of him. Do you, are you, you're the devil, bro. Like, what no. Do you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Didn't even no. really, really think about that until the other night when I wasn't on the air. It's like some pro-life, dude. 
You don't even have I to go think about embryo, it. Where does, okay, but at the point where you look at the abor- abortion policies in California, in Colorado, in Virginia, no one denies that you are ending a life. And the only... <clears throat> what? Oh, yeah. Lots of people deny that. Dummy. Stupid ass. Dumbass. Yes. Many people debate that. Actually, I would say there's probably a consensus. Some- Maybe I put it another way. You're a bunch of pussies. You hit the button? Yeah. Got a little carried away. I felt yeah. that... Uh, I didn't want to go there. Okay, fair enough. You know what I mean? I get it. Yeah, I get it. I regret it. I'm I'm listening to my intuition. That's gotta be the earliest button so far. I'm listening to my intuition. When I say something I regret and I feel that, like, uh uh-oh, I just hit it. I appreciate it. Love it. That's cool. Because you don't have forever to, you need the windows. (laughs) It's not always open. The reason at that point, when you look at a very small percentage are incest or rape, the vast majority are because someone doesn't want to raise the baby. Well, notice- well you don't want to raise your kids. What's your argument? <laughs> you do- Where are your kids, Andrew? Or I mean, Crowder? Wait, what's his name? Steven? <laughs> Where are your fucking kids, dude? Who doesn't want to be a father? You know where your children are? He does not. Steven Crowder doesn't. <laughs> It doesn't it, say uh, it's just a blah, blah, blah. They said, hell yeah, I killed that kid. Yeah. They have t-shirts. Yeah. They're bragging about it. Yeah, I know. It's about such losers. Bro, come on. Get your life in order. Stop this silliness. So that's what Crowder's up to, but that's not what I'm here to talk about today. Real quick, is Crowder sitting in the leprechaun chair? <laughs> Why was that? Alex outfit him out of his own chair. <laughs> I did notice that, too. Well, he's a res- respect for the king of being a psychopath on the mm-hmm. internet. The slot bucket king, He's baby. He's the greatest to ever do it. He's the best that ever sold slot buckets. <laughs> Tell you what, boy. Nobody <laughs> sold slot buckets like the Alex Jones. But guys, we have a great episode today, actually. You know, different than what we usually do here. Uh, today's episode, if you guys didn't hear, is sponsored by PayPal Honey. We have a Teddy Fresh drop coming out tomorrow. Just to quickly show you guys this, my Fonway, this uh, wonderful tie-dye artist. Um, it's going to be, I want to wear them, but they're all green. And I'm in front of a green screen. <laughs> and I don't have the black and white one, and I wore this one on Monday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Friday. So, Friday. Friday, no baby. Screen. That's my one day to wear green. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's coming out. And then also the live show tickets are going on sale tomorrow at, right? Mm-hmm. Tomorrow at 12 for, for members. Here's, for how, members. here's how it's going to work. There's a special code that will make it viable. Mm-hmm. So on Discord and in a members-only community post, we will share that code at 12. Right. You guys will have 24 hours exclusive access to buy the tickets. And then whatever's, if the tickets will then on Friday at 12, 24 hours later, go on sale for everybody. Correct. Nailed it. Impressed. Thank you. There was a lot of confusion before the show. So. And so uh, that, that's really exciting. The show's on June 23rd. We're all very excited. The theater is gorgeous. Yeah, it's going to be at the theater at the Ace Hotel is what it's called. Uh, Such a st- stunning theater. 
It is one of the classic uh, movie palaces here in Los Angeles, uh, in downtown Los Angeles. Uh, originally built by United Artists and Charlie Chaplin way back in the day. Um, you pulling up a photo? Yeah. Oh. Oh. There it is. There's a better photo than There's that. There's definitely better photos here. And also built by the Ace family. They have their own hotel. The Ace family. Oh, wow. Are actually oh, part owner. That, is that thing structurally sound? Blah, boy, Austin McBroom built that place? <laughs> so here it is. It's stunning, you guys. It's really, really cool. Look at that. Building. We're going to be on that stage? Golly. 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 It's a lot more tickets. It's 1,600 tickets. There, I am quite, I'm a little bit nervous that, I don't know. Sometimes I worry that people don't buy them. Brother, that's going to sell out in a minute. I don't know. Have a little faith. It's a lot more than last time. Have a little faith. I think you can get butts in those seats. I'm, I, have, I have fear of performing to like five-person audience. There'll be more on the stage <laughs> than in the audience. <laughs> hey, everybody. Did you like that joke, sir? All right. It'd be fun in its own way. It would be, uh, it would be interesting. It's like open mic night. Somebody asked, uh, can we have the ticket prices? So the tickets are going to range, uh, I believe, the, at the low end, at, at 35 for uh, for the cheap seats, um, and up to, I think it's like, you know what, let me, let me just look it up, because I don't want to misspeak and then get people mad at me. Guys, I tried my best to make them as affordable as possible, but this shit's expensive we're putting on the theater's expensive the production because we're live streaming it mm -hmm. that adds a whole dimension and also we're going to go all out on the production of putting on a fantastic show so you you know we're going to have uh, all the good stuff there mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. sorry just one more second i'm pulling up the spreadsheet with all the tickets do you think it would be a good or bad idea to throw pizzas like a frisbee out to the audience as an act of generosity to our fans who came. <laughs> I mean, I suppose we could. Oh, one Im very important note that I just remembered that is different <clears throat> than last time. Uh, this show will be uh, 18 plus. Okay. Um, That's because nice. Because last time, Ethan wanted to show everybody the prolapse. Oh. We like, oh, we really shouldn't because this we didn't advertise this as 18 plus and we, we don't know. There talk could be 18. underage people in the audience. Probably not with our <laughs> audience, to be honest, but just to be on the safe side, but this time it is an 18 and up show, so expect some uh, wild ass shit to be shown to you. Okay, wait, can we show the prolapse? I need to get clearance from our lawyer. But my my whole dream for that was to get the audience reaction to right. the prolapse video. Mm -hmm. Because y'all deserve uh, to see that, you know? It's not fair that only guests on this show get to see it. You All guys right. are just as important. Okay, I have the prices. So the base prices are again thirty-five for the cheap seats, and then it they're fifty-five dollar tickets, which is the vast majority of them. Uh, and then there's uh, seventy dollar tickets, and then there's front row tickets, premium stuff uh, for a hundred and fifty big ones. Uh, now, but that's very limited. That's that's literally just the front row. The the vast majority is fifty-five. To me, that seemed a little expensive, but honestly, it was so. It was hard to lower it more, and then the processing fee. I don't know. I, I hate doing this shit. I, I want to make it as cheap as possible. Ethan was pushing to lower the price, but really, you. I remember you did uh, one of your Tuesday member-only streams. Yes. And you kind of posed the prices to everybody. 
And the feedback was, no, that seems pretty reasonable. And we did some research comparing it to other similar size seems podcasts. cheaper than most. It actually, this actually was cheaper than what a lot of other And I know they're not doing better shows than us. Hell no. No, like Our last legit. live show was a bang. I'm, I'm being serious. Like what, the p- last podcast, or what are those uh, political guys, uh, the Obama guys? Oh, theirs was crazy. Uh, like $120. They just <laughs> for like the cheap top. seats. Stupid yeah, assholes. Yeah, what are the... Um, God, why am Pod, I thinking Pod Save America. Pod Save America. $120 to see just see a couple of middle-aged dudes talk shop. Like, they don't do nothing. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. They don't do nothing about nobody. But yeah, that was all of our attitude nothing. here on the crew, too. Um, but we all actually go and see shows. And Ethan, when was the last time you paid to go to a concert? Me? Yeah, what do you Sh- think? I don't know, 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Here's what, here's, uh, alternatively, you the could chat, go... chat saying totally reasonable, super cheap, super cheap. Okay, that good, I'm glad. Reasonable. Now, we should say, that's before <laughs> processing fees, and unfortunately, we had to use AXS this time. Last time we used, We're like, forced to use it by the venue. Yeah, the venue has a deal with them, so we have to use them, and y'all know how that goes. So, there'll, there'll be some processing fees. Unfortunately... Uh, yeah, I see people asking about Dice. Dice was what we used last time. They were great, but we are not permitted to use we them. We wanted to use them. We wanted to use them because it, they, it was it's awesome. It's such a racket. These, you know, these venues, the nice venues, they have exclusive deals with these big ticket monopoly companies, mm-hmm. and they kick them back to work exclusively with them. It's just, it's so fucking crooked, dude, because Dice is a better service dis- also despite being way less. Yeah, and I was very impressed because, I mean, when we put them on sale, the the rush of traffic was insane. And I was a little worried because, you know, it's not Ticketmaster AXS that we were going to crash the website or something. But it handled all the traffic just fine. So, uh, you know, but <coughs> um, not this time. It's, what time's the show at? Like eight or something? Someone asked I will tell you right now. By the way, show this. This is Pod Save America. Here's what costs 150 bucks to watch these idiots just sit in chairs. Please <laughs> stop You're it. A loser. Did you even <laughs> enter the stage on a mobility uh, machine? Right, no. right, uh, right. Nope. And this is going to be you guys during the live. Uh, this is PMP while watching Let's the video. Go. The prolapse. Right. Okay, so doors are at seven. Show is at eight. There it is. On again Friday, June 23rd. And a reminder that this will be our final show before we take a short summer hiatus. So it's going to be just kind of like the last live show, uh, somewhat of a finale in a way. So. And we'll probably do another live show then right before our winter break. I yeah, I mean, that. we're still feeling it out. But um, uh, when we first started talking about doing this again, we weren't sure how frequent they'd be. But um, I think. We might establish a little tradition. We'll do it live. And also, somebody says, are the seating assigned? Yes. Yeah, yeah, assigned seating. You'll get assigned seating. Yep. So you don't have to worry about, like, showing up early and elbowing people. So there it is. So I'm, we're all real excited about that, you know? So, uh, looking so forward tomorrow, to seeing you guys all there. Tomorrow at 12 o'clock our time, Pacific time, I guess, just to clarify. And uh, we will likely be live on Leftovers pretty wrapping up the show tomorrow uh, when we do it so we'll do you know we'll shout it out when that happens and then like ethan said it'll be a 24 period 24 hour period for members and then on friday it'll open up to general admission but we'll do it live just a warning last time the members we did the same exact thing and we opened it up to members that shit sold out in like 30 seconds it was half the tickets if you are 
it was half the tickets. But if you're determined, you peace and love. If you're determined to see the show, I would recommend grabbing in a membership. This is a serious message to everybody wanting to see our live show right now. Peace and love. Thank you, Renee, for the donos. Um, okay, good. That's all very exciting. Uh, also, the BTS is going up uh, after today's episode, so all kinds of treats and treasures. Okay, but let's move on now. So today at 2 o'clock, Ollie London will be calling into the show to have a kind and civil, gracious uh, uh, conversation with us. Uh, many of you know Ollie London. He was the uh, man who went transracial. He wanted to become G-Man. Is that did I say that right? Jimin. I'm not confident enough to correct you, to be honest. <laughs> Jimin. I thought it was G Jimin. Jimin. It's a G Jimin from BTS. Yes. And uh, he is an English man who moved Korea. He changed his race, apparently, which was obviously controversial. But now, <clears throat> his new uh, plot in life is even more interesting. He has become a frequent guest on shows like uh, Fox News, The Late Great Tucker Carlson, mm. uh, uh, Newsmax. He found Jesus, and now he realizes that being trans is actually uh, the greatest threat to civilization, I believe he said, as well as <clears throat> trans children in particular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that should be interesting. I'd love to kind of hear about his his transition. His transition. Of course, not is you know, from one to the other, not, mm -hmm. not like a gender transition because he's against that. One time, his odyssey, yes. So, um, <clears throat> so that'll be at two. I'm I'm looking forward to talking to the great Ollie London. Fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> also, so you guys know that the writer strike is happening. There's no t like TV shows, and I'm gonna say it right here proudly. We're the only game in town, baby. <laughs> Get all your friends who are like, I got nothing to watch. Bring them here. <coughs> you know, this all is our late, time. The late night shows uh, have all ceased production as of uh, yesterday. So Not us. All of you, welcome to all Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, uh, Seth Meyers fans. All the Jimmys, all, all the, the Jimmys. Hi, girl, Olivia says. Uh, yes, and hey and support to all of our writers' friends in the WGA. I personally have a couple friends in there that I was talking to yesterday, and uh, they uh, they're completely in the right, and they deserve everything they're asking for. So uh, back down, studios. But with all that being said, it's gonna suck when they lose all their audience to us. <laughs> Free content that's so good. They should have just given them what they wanted. Come on, come to daddy. Uh, the writer's, uh, strike is, of course, yeah, it's good. I mean, unionize, uh, get what you owe, what you, what you're owed. I mean, you know, fuck all these assholes. All these pro, are these, you know, IP owners, scumbags. Let's see, they failed to reach a, an agreement over equity. Apparently the problem is that traditionally writers get, uh, residual payments on Correct. TV shows. And since the age of streaming, now the same writers who are writing for same big shows are not getting residuals in the same way. Like I saw someone say that where they used to get like ten thousand dollars in residuals, they're now getting like three hundred. Mm -hmm. So their their cut has been 
or their pay has been significantly cut. Cut them off. <laughs> I don't know why the writers get sh- shafted. It's like, uh, it's not just the writers to be kind of an important bear. The industry has evolved a lot in the last decade, as everybody knows. Um, and their contracts <clears> have not <throat> kept up with that. Um, and so this is the opportunity and there's, uh, from what I understand, a very good chance that the Directors Guild will also, because um, they their their contract is also up for negotiation very soon, and they have a lot of the same things going on with them. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out because this is going to kind of set the uh, set the precedent for a lot of the negotiations to come in the next couple years. It says 2007 lasted four months, the writer strike, and resulted in 1.5 billion dollars of loss for the city of LA. It's like that cannot have been worth it for. Who are they negotiating with? Uh, the producers uh, <sighs> association guild. I forget what they like. Ryan Kavanaugh types folks. Yeah, scumbag. Knew he was a scumbag. <laughs> Ryan, Ka- you hear that, guys? Ryan Kavanaugh is preventing these good, hardworking people. Thank you from getting the money they deserve. <laughs> Thank you. Just kidding. Or, I mean, that's a joke. I, he, thank you. I, he's not producing movies. I can't stop saying thank you like Ryan Kavanaugh. Thank you. Right. Like, just thank in you. my everyday life, it's it totally infected my brain. That thank doesn't you. work for me either. That's my new one. <clears throat> either. No, that doesn't work either. It doesn't work either. 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 Like, doesn't work for me either. Either. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> Sounds like laser tag. Yeah, an update also on the um, the Hassan copyright situation with Aiden Ross. Aiden bitched out. And he dropped the... Uh, he dropped it. Actually, YouTube seemed to have intervened, which is pretty cool. Uh, okay, Aiden. Jesus, I hate that one. <laughs> God. Checked on this, and it looks like the claim has been closed by the content owner. Okay, so they they closed it. They back down. He bailed. Here's Hassan talking about it. Oh, you know what? I need to make a correction because mm. my analysis as a not an attorney was that Aiden owned the content, but I talked to my attorney about it that Let's night. Go. Oh. And my attorney said that he thinks that Hassan would, in the case of a lawsuit, have a decent argument at co-authorship. Okay. Girthy? I mean, <clears throat> that logically makes sense, right? Like, the content doesn't exist without him. He's a direct participant. But, like, what you were saying the other day kind of made sense to me, too, because it's like, it is Aiden's recording, so... Yeah, I'd, honestly, I don't it. know what makes sense. I mean, theoretically, yeah, you'd think that Hassan would be entitled to it. Right. So, but it's, I guess it's untested, you know, but he thinks he could make a decent <laughs> argument about co-authorship. But at the end of the day, the issue is resolved. And nobody should get into a lawsuit if they don't have to. Trust me. Don't want yeah. that shit in your life. Yeah. In fact, I just heard that <clears throat> on the uh, defamation uh, lawsuit of Brian Kavkavs, Mm-hmm. We're gonna, there's a chance, a good chance, that we're gonna have to enter mediation in June, which means that me and Ryan and our attorneys have to go. You're one of your lights. <gasps> so, you're gonna, sorry, go ahead. You're gonna have an in We have to go 
to the same place to meet with a mediator to see if we can hash it out. Now, here's the thing. We'll be in separate rooms next to each other, and they'll be going back and forth. But we can go meet face-to-face if we want. In fact, it's probably going to be encouraged by the mediator. I love that so much. I'll be like, Ryan, baby. Ryan, Live stream? BTS? Live stream all of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I can do that. <laughs> like spy cam? That would that'd probably that'd not be, be amazing. good for me. You're going to bring a hunk of meat in the thing to squish it so you can squash the beef? Okay. I hadn't thought about that. Right now, there's just this great divide. You know, there's a fight. <laughs> I feel like we can resolve it. If I see him face to face, I'll be like, Rye Rye. <laughs> My man. Come on. Would you really rye, want to rye. keep going? Dab me up, brother. <laughs> and you guys will get uh, me, lunch with Bryce. <laughs> right. Let's go yeah. catch runs with our boy. Smoothies with Brad the Bull. <laughs> Thanks for taking care of her. Yeah, bro. I don't know how, how hot he's going to be. I'm over it. I don't care either way. You know, I'm just here for the ride. Right. I'll, that's all I've been here for. I, I didn't do this. It, he did this. But he should know by now that I'm not going anywhere. I'm not like, I don't give a fuck. First hand experience. Like I, I just don't. Does he have bigger problems to deal with at this point? I would assume so. And I'll tell you one thing that CapCap doesn't want, which is what's going to happen. Uh... <clears throat> Eventually, if he does want to go forward with this, discovery, mm. depositions. Right, right. Because that, bo I got nothing to hide. You can depose me. You can discover me. What do you want? A couple of emails, a couple of WhatsApps. That's fine. Or you want to talk about discovery, my boy. I want to look through all of your financial mm. records for Triller. Angry. Because if you're going to accuse me of defamation, well, let's see. You know, we need to understand if what I said, or not what I said, but what Variety headlines said, Mm. Is true. Mm. Right. We're going to be in a great position to say, hey, okay, we need to verify, uh, are you doing a Ponzi scheme? So we need access to all the records, all the financial records of uh, your failed bankrupt uh, film house. Mm. Interesting. That's fraud. We, don't I, know, we don't know that, Ja Rule. We don't know that's that. That's not fraud. Thank you. Well, we don't know. We one don't way know. Or the other. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we don't know. <laughs> but we'll, but we'll, but we'll attempt to find out. And I know for sure your boy don't want none of that. Why not? Because there seems to be just a little shady bookkeeping. If I had to make a, an assumption, an educated guess, there's Thank all you. all kinds of silliness going on in the books there. A eh? cap, cab. Mm-hmm. So we'll see, Cap. We'll see how, how, how I'm gonna see how you dab me up on that day. One point three million dollars. And I'll see how generous I'm feeling. Someone suggested maybe you should wear a Habitat for Humanity shirt. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's. <laughs> or, what if you wore Ian's shirt, but it's edited to be you and Cap Cap? I think I saw someone do that. I think that'd that. be a beautiful thing to show up in. That would be fire. That would be fire. <laughs> yeah, because like together, what is it? What is it again? Together we united. Divided. United we, we stand. Divided. United we stand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think that's beautiful. I'm not standing with him though. Just to be clear. United not, we sit. Yeah, I don't want to sit next to him. Too probably, much wine. Probably united smells we chill. Like alcohol. If you're not in the same room, but you're in like adjacent rooms, should start like 
pounding on the wall. I heard about that. I heard. I thought about that. I was going to go, Ryan! <laughs> there will be a mediator there, so I, I, I don't want to rock the boat. But yeah, I thought about that. Just playing bull sounds really loud. But that'll be interesting, you know. Fuck no. Lawsuits are so stupid. You know, I'm, I'd be happy for it to just go away. But well, if, of course. if he wants to tango, you know I don't care. Hmm. I'm here for it, Rai Rai. Rai Rai, my Cav Cav. <laughs> so, it's on you, Rai. You want to dance? Or you want to retire? Because I'm here for both. Woo! You want to bark like a dog? Woo! Woo! Are you want to just chill like a puppy? Yep. I can be your I can be your devil or I can be your angel. <laughs> I'll be doing that through the wall. It's <coughs> totally unhinged. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they can't charge me for being unhinged. I mean, I'm crazy. He knew that going in. I'm cra Your Honor, I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm in your walls, Ryan. <laughs> so, we'll see. It should be interesting, you know. It'll be very, very <laughs> interesting. It'll be a good story either way on the podcast. Yeah, can't wait. Cannot wait. So we'll see. Too. June is uh, shaping up to be interesting. It was in June this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we are already at 30 minutes. We should do our ad, um, and then... We're, we'll only be about 15 minutes out from our guest calling in. All right, so we have one ad here, PayPal Honey. Let's thank them real fast. We love so well. We love, love, love Honey. Been such a great supporter of our show. I encourage everybody to support Honey. And I love Honey. Today's episode is sponsored by them. It's the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. Honey is free money. Period. I love me honey. If you're shopping on the internet. Honey. What? I love me honey. I love me lucky honeys. <laughs> my lucky charms. Honey, I'm telling you, man. If you're browsing, if you're shopping without it. Just stop. You don't even have to think about it, dude. No, you don't even have to think about it. Here's how it works. Works all across the internet. I'm talking technology... Gadgets, clothing, food, everything. When you get to the checkout, after you add things to your cart, when you're getting ready to pay, Honey, which is a browser plugin, which you install in just one click in the App Store, it's, couldn't be easier, drops down a notification and says, Hey, we found some coupons because we scoured the whole internet. To find the juiciest coupon. All you gotta do is click apply coupon and BOOM! Jesus. Passionate about honey. The price is gonna magically, magically drop. I mean, this is all genuine savings that have happened to us. I think these are all from Eli. I don't know if any of you guys sent any of these. A couple are from the crew, and then I think even one or two are uh, in uh, from fans that have been sent to me. So These are all authentic savings. They are all real. They're all real. Dude, it's so sick. Imagine you're shopping at one of your favorite sites. When you click checkout, the honey button appears, and all you have to do is click apply coupon. 
Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, the prices drop. Mwah, we love it. Oh, you can so see sweet. it's from $10 up to like $100, you know, 10%, 20% off. And the best part here is that Honey doesn't just work on desktop. It works on your iPhone now, too. Just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. If you use this link, joinhoney.com slash h3, it will take you uh, straight to the store, I believe, to download it. So it's easy. Super easy. Is that right? I think it does. Somebody it. in the chat, Hannah, just said, Honey literally saved me almost $100 on a celebration of life ceremony. Let's go, Honey. All right, Hannah. All right, Hannah What's Kay? a celebration of life ceremony? Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Congrats. Oh, a funeral. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, it's good to... Jeez, Louise. You save money on a funeral? That's the... <laughs> unexpected places. You said everywhere. You know, I mean, listen, they're gone. They're not going to need that hundred bucks. They're not going to care. <laughs> but you will, so download, honey. That's it. I mean, you know. Listen, if it was my funeral, I want you to save all the money you could. That's for sure. That's for sure. Well, we love honey. Uh, guys, go to joinhoney.com slash h3. They're such a great supporter of the show. So please consider downloading and supporting honey. Thank you. Thank you. With peace and love. This is a serious message from Honey. Okay, this is interesting. I'm kind of having a viral moment on TikTok, you guys. Hmm. You're the it boy. Having a viral moment. Oh. Even Noah Beck. Uh, Mr. Flipped. Mr. Flipped himself. Is featuring my sound. So what do I get out of this? Do I get money? Is who's someone paying me? Uh, You're going to have to strike for residuals. Where's my residuals? TikTok. Is anybody coming and subbing? I don't think so. Ugh, but, so uh, flipped. But it's cool. You know, it's nice to see something H3 related that's not just like overwhelmed with hate. <laughs> but probably just because they don't know. But, but here's Noah Beck uh, uh, paying homage to me. Also... I don't know. Does he know it's me? <laughs> I think so. I mean, when you click on it, the original is a clip of you. Yeah, so if you click on the sound... Uh, shout out to Famed Flames who uploaded this. Also... My last two brain cells trying to form a sentence, they said. <laughs> so funny. I don't know. <laughs> I also, remember this happening. I don't remember what about. But it just happens sometimes, you know? It's what it I is. Don't know. <laughs> Also, because <laughs> what my what's going through my oh, mind is like I've I've totally lost it. Trying to think, but nothing happens. Let's just <laughs> cut my losses. Let's just cut the losses and move on to something else. Yeah, that was probably a good call. Whatever it was, you know. So, but it's it's quite a phenomenon. I have to say that they love me. They really love me. You've had For a few viral sounds on TikTok. I have. Yeah, yeah. not the first time. Mm -hmm. There was one other one. What was it? Well, there was a lot from Frenemies, but there was one recently. Uh, I can find it. Let me see. This one has 14,000 videos. Is that a lot? I feel like when stuff goes super viral, it's like hundreds of thousands. But we'll get there. It's a work in progress. 
Here is a shout out to Katie Tibb, who also uh, trailblazed this meme. When I'm spilling the tea and I get a weird feeling about who I'm telling it to. Also. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Also. <laughs> so people are liking it. That is so true, also. So true, Queen. Mm -hmm. Here's another one. Also. When I'm ranting to my friend, then realize it's sounding a little too much like gossip. <laughs> I don't know. When did that stop also, me from talking? Uh, it's all the girlies, too, by the way. Shout out to the girlies. Also, Shout out to the girlies. When me and my bestie have been dissecting the same tea for four hours, I don't know. And have nothing more to also, add. So <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> I sent the other one. Almost has 2,000 posts. 2,000? Yeah, almost. So then this one already has more. This one is 14,000. Oh. It's going viral, baby. We're You're a star. You're a star. I'm having a viral Ethan. moment. I'm at 14 pages. <laughs> I'm having a viral moment, you guys. You are the also boy. when I'm talking about something, but I've gone through a cart a week every week for three years. What does that mean? Like memory. A cart? A cart a week that's like Weed, right? I thought it was cigarettes. <laughs> Sounds like cig I've never heard. No, I think it's like a pod. I think I think it, it is referenced to. Uh, so is she smoking tobacco or weed? It could be both. I think weed. Yeah. I think weed. Based I think she's the... referencing her memory. Yeah, exactly. Like she can't remember. Mm. Also, yeah. Just in case you guys didn't, you, you got to watch it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Also, okay. Shout out to the uh, weed smokers out there. Shout this out. one showed up on my feet naturally when I'm looking at my boyfriend while talking to him, but all I can think about is how hot he is. So I don't remember what I'm going to say. Okay, girl. Also, shout out to your boyfriend. I don't know. Good for him. <laughs> love that. It's nice to be. It's love. It's nice to be loved. I love also, love. Also, when drug me remembers that sober me said we can't tell people that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just so relatable. That's what's so cool. I'm drunk. So true. I'm just, I'm so, so relatable, you guys. Here's the other one. Um, so this, oh my God. So this one really is going viral, huh? 2,000? That's nothing compared to my meme-themed uh, viral moment that's happening right now. Again, weird lack of respect for the sanctity of life. May, again, maybe I'm overacting, but I feel like, again, <laughs> this this was pretty funny. There's some good ones here. Yeah. Again, if the U.S. didn't colonize Hawaii, you'd all be speaking Japanese right now. <laughs> Weird lack of respect for the sanctity of life. May, again, so you know. Again, when people pose and smile with an animal they literally murdered. That's true, Queen. Shout out. Weird lack Murder of animal. respect for the <laughs> sanctity of life. Man, that is so true. So, okay, but this one is really popping off, you guys, so thank you. And this one's all girlies, too. Oh, Lena's on here. Again. When I'm sitting outside with my Arab dad and he comments on what all the neighbors are doing. <laughs> Very true. Weird lack <laughs> of respect for the sanctity of life. Man, mm -hmm. Again. <laughs> Love you, girl. Preach it, girly. 
also, when I'm about to spill the tea, I remember she's friends with the people involved. I don't, okay. All right. Thank you. What an honor. They love me. They really love me. Absolutely. You know, it's both a blessing and a curse to be as relatable as I. So true. Thank you. I want to say to all the girlies of TikTok, I want to say thank you for being so kind and thoughtful and supporting me through all the, all the ups and downs, you know, for defending me, stalwart defenders of me mm. against the hordes of alpha-brained sigma grinders. Yes, yes, it's just us against the world, girlies. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Slay City. Thank you. Slay Queen. Slay Queen City. So we have London, is he, or Ollie, is he in the chat? I mean, it's, we have nine minutes. Uh, they are not here yet. Who's they? Huh? Who, you said they are not, oh, that, well, he's he, he goes by he now. Are you doing a pronoun thing? No, you can call. <laughs> it's proper English to say they they're, they're not here yet. Oh, well, he, but he, I'm just saying I could he say, goes by he. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> well, well, I didn't know if you're talking about plural. I, I was wondering if you meant no. like him and somebody else. No. The royal they. It's the royal they. Die. <laughs> um, I'm just no, asking. we have been in touch. Uh, no, I, I, I heard from Ollie a few minutes ago. He said thank you. Okay. All okay, right. cool. So, so we're just waiting for Ollie London to join. And in the meantime... Ollie London! <laughs> in the meantime, we'll uh, continue through our goofs and gaffs. You know, here this was a post on the subreddit that I really enjoyed. Forbidden Topics. This is so good. And actually, there were some really good suggestions uh, to even amend it. AB's Michael Jackson, which we found out on Monday. I'm sorry about that, AB. We found out Monday. Mine's well, actually, we had a reminder on mine. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mine's actually two because that picture too. So, it's two oh, yeah. in one deal. And uh, of course, Ian's is Kanye West. Who, if now you what? if you ask Ian, he doesn't even know who that is anymore. Right. Smart. Who's Kanye West, Ian? Don't know. We don't know. <laughs> we have no idea. <laughs> Never heard of him. It. Zach, this is Cleden's Kleinwater Revival. Revival. Clydens Kleinwater, uh, he's up. He's up. <laughs> we don't like to talk about them. Actually, of all of the topics that are off-limits, I might say that this is the most off-limits one. Although the Michael Jackson and Kanye ones are pretty, pretty high up there. Now, somebody put Nick Akato for me, which is funny and true, but also Trisha would be... I really was gonna good. say... That, yeah, I mean, you don't... Yeah, Nick is not the, uh... But just because I always one. put the foot in my mouth when I talk about Nick. Right. We, but that's the thing. It's like, for everybody else, it's the topics that they don't want to talk about. For you, it's the one that all of us don't want you to talk about. Right. Well, someone also suggested... He don't talk about anything. True. Hila suggested adding Hila and then putting Trisha for her, because that's also very apt. That one makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Dan is, um... Jimmy Lee. Jimmy Lee. You could also drag an arrow from me to Jimmy as well. <laughs> that I think that'd be off topic. That'd be that'd be appropriate. 
Uh, Olivia, Olivia has a, uh, what's her face? L, loser, Baldwin, idiot. Haley. Haley. Laley. <laughs> Sam, Sonic is fantastic. I love that. Yep. Stop laughing at Sonic! <laughs> I thought it was so good, though. I love that. We all have our sensitive uh, issues, huh? Hassan being 9-11 was also really good. <laughs> yeah, I was suggested as well. That would be a great last one. Just the Twin Towers on fire. <laughs> You know, it's always a good addition to any list. So, thank you to that. That was a, that was really gave me a kick. This was, was that was a real hoot. It was a hoot. Yeah, we don't I, use that word enough. It was a hoot. I give it that. I say it all the time. Oh, that was a hoot. Oh. oh. Wait, can you um find the video of this, AB? It's just an image. Um, people were having a laugh. I did the member stream on Tuesday, and I had a moment where I couldn't remember my age. Oh, is this it? I still have it. And I, um, I'll just show this if, if he's in, then I'll move on. And I, I swear I couldn't remember if I was goddamn 36 or 37, and I am sad to <laughs> have learned that I am, in fact, 37 after Googling oh, we got find out my age. Correct, Matt. So, I mean... Like 37 or 36? Someone needs to contact Mr. Whoa. Google, let them know that that's not, yeah. that's not You know what, I think age. Google actually has a function to say this information is inaccurate. It would be mm -hmm. great if everybody could go correct that. And yeah. Change what? I could change that easily. Oh, could you change that? Yeah, let's the get what? that up yeah. to your proper age, 42, as yeah. well. Yeah. How is that my proper age? I was born <laughs> in 85. 42 now. <laughs> I was born in 85. Can you do math? <laughs> Your guys' age gaslighting has genuinely confused me, though. Because <laughs> I, I, I was absolutely confused in this moment. Oh, I'm 30. I'm not 37. <laughs> Why did I say that? I type Ethan Klein age and everybody... I am uh, 37. ...laughed at me. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to be 38? <laughs> How old is this guy again? Like 35, 40? <laughs> No, 37. But I'm almost 38. That's crazy. That's fucking crazy. But Bobby Lee's 51, it said here. So I was like, eh, could be worse. His old ass. Could Put be. that away, AB. I don't want to see that. Put that away. Okay. How does 42 make sense? I was born in 85. Do the math. You're just... I just did. You're 42. telling me I was born in the 70s? No, I'm telling you 42. Or 80. That's just what I'm telling you. 1981. It doesn't make any sense, though. You guys understand. It does. it does if you are lying and in denial about your birth year. Mm -hmm. Let's just move on. That makes sense! <laughs> Let's fight about it. getting pathetic. Does that make sister sense? It does not make sister sense. Did you did you say you see Ollie in there? <laughs> I didn't say... I didn't say that, no. Oh. And he's not. Oh. They're not. Okay. Uh, technically, three minutes out. Uh, we said two o'clock. So we'll give it three minutes. Um, this is also interesting. We talked about the MLK of incels, as we talked about on Monday, who who got laid and caused a shitstorm in the community. Right. Somebody messaged him. They said, you're getting rinsed on H3. Cope harder. So I'm assuming that's a fan, right? He told him to cope harder. I don't really... 
everyone seems confused. Both of these messages are inaccurate because we weren't rinsing him. We were actually we were rinsing all of the people that were arguing with yeah, him. Yeah, we were rinsing true. him. Right. Yeah. yeah we I were. was kind of on his side. Yeah, you were calling him the MLK. Yeah, I mean you're MLK, bro. That's a yeah. big that's a big deal. Uh he's a revolutionary. MLK um, has a holiday, man. Right. And then their response is also wildly inaccurate. So it's just two people not knowing what they're talking about. Yelling at each other on the internet. Yeah, so MLK of Incels responded. He said, by the way, whose wife started an OnlyFans Keck? Keck, of course, which is super embarrassing to actually write out in 2023. I can see why it took him so long to get laid. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Keck is like a World of Warcraft reference where yeah. if you are a original. human and an orc type the lol, it would show up as Keck. That is correct. Pretty crazy. You pretty know the wild. lore. It's still used well, on I was Twitch. There. No, Dan, I was there. I was on there. Twitch, it's pretty common, but yeah, anywhere else, kind of embarrassing. I think we need to phase out Keck. Yeah. Uh, more pathetic than we could ever be, he said. Well, um, she doesn't have an OnlyFans. I don't know why you're saying that. But uh, <laughs> he's he's not getting the facts straight. He's saying more pathetic than we could ever be. Yet, we were looking at tweets of him from Monday saying, nobody wants to be an incel. Right. So, would you take an OnlyFans model who's rich as shit, by the way, take care of your broke dumbass and get laid? Or you want to be single and talk about stinky holes? He's being demoted. He's no longer the MLK. He's more like the uh, Rodney Dangerfield. There were a lot of directions you could go with that, and Rodney Dangerfield was not one that I was he gets, anticipating. He gets no respect. He gets no respect. Oh, because he gets no respect. I thought you were just going to say, like, a lesser, like, civil rights icon. I didn't want to, I thought about that, but okay. then I was like, I don't want to insult. Sure. Do you not Great. like Rodney Dangerfield? Is that is that the point you're trying to make? Well, here? no, I like Rodney, uh, but, uh... He's what? more like the Jim Brewer right now. <laughs> the Jim Brewer yeah. of, of uh, race relations. All right, well, Ollie's in the chat. It's people say he thinks that I'm iDubs, which is, I guess, not, oh, that, not that similar. Confusing. Okay. I, I, I'm just saying it's not, like, that similar. You're How, associated. I mean, I, I could at least see where that might get crossed over because you guys do collaborate and are friends or whatever. Makes more sense, at least. Okay, well, shout out to, uh, to our boy here. Uh, yes. Okay, um, Ollie is on the chat. We're graced by the presence of Ollie, Ollie Ollie Oxfree, and um, let's go ahead and bring him on. Okay. One moment, please. We should mute chat for this segment, probably. Going to. As we do during interviews. I'm going to. Hi, Ethan. How's it going? Hello, Ollie. Nice to uh, meet you and, sit and chat with you. Nice to see you. I like your outfit. Very French with the hat. Oh, thank you so much. And you, I think you look wonderful, too. We're kind of doing the same thing with our hats, aren't we? <laughs> Wasn't planned, but yeah, yeah. Let me see your profile. Turn to the side. Let me see how it's looking. Oh, you know, I've actually quit surgery. No, no, no. I mean the beanie. I'm, I, I'm not commenting on your surgery. Oh, sorry. I, I want you to see how the beanie's like... uh, sitting, you know? Yeah, no, it's very cool. Uh, well, how's just... your day so far? So, uh, we're just getting set up here a little bit. So tell me, um, since you, when was your last surgery? I'm curious. So I actually quit surgery, um, 
Well, my last surgery was last April, um, but I've completely quit and I'm never going to do surgery again. I had um, like recently I had a non-surgical facelift, but it's no surgery. It's Fred's because, you know, you can do the same thing these days without the actual surgery. And I was getting to a point even where I would have probably died because I was going oh, I've yeah. probably yeah. gone under anesthetic three times every year. I was going under anesthetic. So it was like <laughs> wow. I could have died. Mm. Um. You know, I, I read somewhere that you spent $300,000 on plastic surgery. I want, I've always wondered, like, where do you get... That's a lot of money. Where'd you get that money? Well, actually, I used to... Before I started doing, you know, social media and K-pop and stuff, I actually was a successful personal shopper. So I had my own personal shopping business in London. So, oh. you know, I used to dress, like, really, you know, like, very wealthy ladies, celebrities. Oh, okay, um, like a stylist. Members of the royal family. So, you know, you dress... Them, I was dressing them in, like, Gucci and Tom Ford and stuff, and you get a very high commission for that. Um, so, basically, I did all that, spent a lot of the money on the surgery. I see, I see. Um, and, and now I've got a... I've got, like, a PR company basically helping influencers um, get publicity and help them get placements in, like, television and advertisements and stuff like that and getting them brand deals... Um, and of course, I do um, my own social media, and I've got a book as well um, coming out this year. Right. We'll talk about that. But did you say you dressed members of the royal family? Uh, not the British royal family. So I'd actually oh. um, met with uh, Queen Beatrix of the Netherlands, and she shot with me. She brought some um, you did you hung with the Queen. Damn. Yeah, no, but I, I met loads of people. I met you know the Prime Minister of Thailand, the ex Prime Minister. I used to shop with his wives and girlfriends. Wow. Um, it must have been hard to leave that behind because, yeah. uh, you know, you moved to South Korea and we, we're all familiar yeah. with that whole journey. That must have been hard to leave all that behind you if you were doing so well. well that, um, Actually, that was before. So the, when I lived in Korea as an English oh. teacher, that was actually before. So um, it was basically I was younger. I wanted an experience abroad, went to do some teaching in Korea. And then after I got back to London, I started like getting into fashion. I had some friends doing fashion and then. You know, over a couple of years, I worked my way up from a stylist to a personal shopper and um, I see. kind of did that for about um, four or five years. Mm -hmm. So let's talk, Ollie, about, well, first of all, thank you for coming on. I understand you're promoting a book entitled Gender Madness, which comes out August 1st. So congratulations. Mm -hmm. This is your first book. Uh, very exciting. Gender Madness. Also, uh, you wanted to announce that you're the new spokesperson for Fairness First PAC. Caitlyn Jenner's organization, who famously mm -hmm. ran someone over. But that's actually not the most important thing about Caitlyn Jenner. Um, yeah, so basically, I've got a new book coming out um, August 1st. And basically, a lot of people have, you know, obviously followed my journey over the years. And um, obviously, I've struggled a lot with identity. And I had some very unhealthy behaviors, basically mm -hmm. due to my addiction to surgery my body dysmorphia, which later turned into gender dysphoria. So I really struggled with that. And it was unhealthy. And, you know, I completely accept my past. You know, I don't try to deny the person I was. And, you know, I had some kind of bizarre behaviors, basically right. in an attempt to feel validated and to try and, you know, feel loved because I really resented so I, I want to get I into all those things. <laughs> um, okay. I'm, I'm really interested in your journey from you identified as a trans woman Right. And mm. then and then you kind of found God and pivoted to becoming a a uh, white British Christian man. Is that do I have the synopsis correct? <laughs> yeah, it sounds complicated. But yes, yeah, so I'm back to being myself now and like finally found happiness. Mm -hmm. OK, OK. So I just want to get a few things straight. So are you do you still identify as gay? 
Um, yes. So I'm still gay, okay. but I have dated girls before, and you know, I, I still. So you're I'm bisexual, kind of more I guess. Or, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, you don't identify as Korean anymore. Oh, no, correct. And then, and then, so you, are you pro gay rights? Yeah, absolutely. You, you know, I'm, I'm part of the LGBT community. I support people. Um, my issue is just what's happening to children and also the erosion of women's rights. But, you know, I fully support um, people as an adult making an informed decision to change themselves. But I don't support children being medically transitioned. So you do support trans people in gender uh, in general. So absolutely. So I support, you know, people as an adult making a decision if they want to change and they're happy with that. But I feel that unfortunately the trans movement has been hijacked by a small but growing group of trans activists, which are basically pushing kind of um, an erosion of women's rights. So that's what I really take an issue with. There's a lot of trans people, have a lot of trans friends. I know what it's like to be trans that really just want to live their lives. And they're actually having a tough time now because of these trans activists. So my issue is with trans activists and not actual trans people. Okay, so you say, here's a tweet of yours from just the end of last month, not that long ago, right? Or no? Yeah, it's like from five days ago. You say, the goal of the trans movement is not simply to exist. The goal is to erase women, mutilate children, sexualize kids, take away free speech, class pedophilia as an identity, uh, remove parental rights, indoctrin indoctrinate kids, violence to obtain, and they're willing to do violence to obtain their goals. So um, when you say the trans movement, it seems to me that you are speaking generally about trans people uh, having this goal. And when you say trans movement, I don't know exactly what you mean because it seems that most trans people are that I've seen, maybe with the exception of Caitlyn Jenner, uh, seems to uh, disagree with this, seems to identify as being a part of the trans movement. So what is the difference between, what is the trans movement? Who is a, who is a member of that? What is this organization? So okay, so what I'm talking about here is the trans movement in the, in the trans activist movement. So the people pushing these ideologies. So we see... Every single day, just yesterday, the Texas state capitol was uh, invaded. The trans protesters went there. We see women being attacked at women's rights rallies, physically attacked. And we're seeing this trans activist movement pushing um, for gender affirming care on kids, which is basically putting 11, 12 year old kids on very harmful hormones. So that's what I'm talking about. When I talk, I'm not generalizing every single trans person. I'm talking about the current trans movement, which has been hijacked by trans activists. And, you know, I really think that trans people that have been living as a trans person their whole life, they need to speak out against this because the problem is that the LGBT community is being hijacked by these well, that, uh, radical let, let people. Let me ask, uh, sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but I just want to mm -hmm. address things you said already, right? So you say mm -hmm. that the uh, people who are demonstrating at the Texas Capitol are part of this trans movement who wants to, you know, sexualize kids and this whole uh, list of things. Um, they were there to protest a bill, SB 14, that would ban gender-related treatment for minors. So um, these guys are, I guess, see that as an affront as being transphobic. But uh, you disagree because... What is minor? Anyone 17 and under? Do you believe that ever there would be a 17-year-old that needed gender-affirming care? 
Um, so minors basically classified anyone under 18. And what these people were protesting against was the fact that Texas is trying to pass a law to ban um, hormones and puberty blockers and gender reassignment surgery being administered to children, basically. So, you know, I think these people, firstly, you know, that was an unlawful protest. You can't just go into a state capital and do that. You are know, you and if favor, they want to have a Are you in favor of only lawful protests? Well, I think, you know, people need to follow the law. And if they want to have a protest, they can have that dialogue. But outside the state house, you can't just storm in a state house. I mean, it's comparable to January 6th when people stormed the Capitol, which was unlawful as well. So I think, you know, these people were not protesting about their rights being taken away. It's the fact that they were protesting against a bill that would have actually protected children. So I think that's really harmful. Some might say that uh, it's actually harming kids, right, to make it illegal to do this because as as you probably know or i think you did at one point is that uh gender affirming care on people on children is exceedingly rare it's actually so rare that it's um it's it if to express like irreversible gender changes on children is something like you know uh i've got the number here 0.000493% of U.S. children aged 6 through 17 go through irreversible gender uh, uh, changes. So I, I guess I'm just curious, because in, in the cases where they do undergo it, it's usually uh, to save their life, right? Because they're probably, they might be suicidal or, or yeah, right? And, the, and they go through, like, panels. They go through multiple rounds of talking to psychiatrists and doctors. So, so I guess I'm just curious, why is it you think that this is threatening kids instead of actually helping kids who are at high risk of uh, hurting themselves? So, Ethan, about 10 years ago, when gender affirming uh, care was performed on whether that was minors or adults, there was a lot of checks and balances. Now it has become so easy. So they don't have the psychiatrist appointments anymore. They don't have, you know, having to wait several years to transition. Now it's a very fast track process. And that's the real issue because many of these teens, and we're seeing thousands of teens uh, being transitioned and put on hormones. The number's really gone up in the last few years. Now, many of these teens are struggling with other issues. There's a, a high case um, around one in six of these children have autism. They're being misdiagnosed. There's also kids with depression, bipolar, and they're being told it must be all of these issues must be because they're in the wrong gender and they are being fast tracked. Um, there was a case in Missouri at the St. Louis um, Children's Hospital and basically a whistleblower unveiled that they only required like one session with a therapist to get a child on hormones and puberty blockers. So that's the issue when a system is being exploited. And you know, there's been trans people forever throughout history. There's there's so many examples of trans people. But the thing is now is, you know, previously, as difficult as it was, because it's so hard when you're trans to struggle and to think every day that I'm trapped in the wrong body. It is horrific to go through that. But the problem is, you know, years ago, they would have two to three years they would have to undergo of psychiatrist appointments, doctor's appointments in order to qualify for a transition. Now it has become so easy and there are thousands of kids being fast tracked and put on hormones prescriptions. And some kids can now go to states um, like Colorado or Washington state, which have become sanctuary states. And they don't I, I want to I want to actually address what you said about um You had said something about Jamie Reed's allegations. Mm. Right. But th that was debunked. Right. Because. The parents and the uh, 
the children there who actually were uh, attending that facility actually told a completely different story. Have you read their account of that? Yes. So I saw okay. recently that the they did an internal investigation. They said it wasn't true. But no, I don't oh, that, believe well, that. Well, that seems significant. Uh, yes, but I don't so believe do you, that at all because right, you don't they're trying to cover the, their back. You don't believe the internal investigation? No, because there were multiple parents. When the Daily Caller originally did the interview with Jamie Reid, there were multiple parents that said basically their kids weren't looked after. Once they left the clinic, there were no checks and balances, and there were parents confirming that. So, you know, I believe the investigation has a lot of bias because so, it's done by the clinic and they're profiting. So the, cl so the internal investigation said uh there was no uh there was no wrongdoings the patient said there was no wrongdoings so i guess i'm just curious uh the people who are claiming that there was something wrong there is like the daily caller tucker carlson are you are you saying that they don't have a bias well i mean a lot of people have a bias and stuff but you know we have to look at these gender clinics as a whole project veritas exposed multiple clinics the other day of talking about medically transitioning eight to 11 year olds. So we have to acknowledge that this is going on in a lot of clinics. And a lot of these clinics are trying to cover their backs by trying to paint a rosy picture that it's perfect. Did you say fine. Project Veritas? Yes, they did an undercover yeah, that's investigation. The guy, uh, that's the guy who got ousted for being like a sex criminal and like scam artist, James O'Keefe. That's his organization, right? Um, he's not part of that organization now. So the yeah. organization that he left, um, Project Veritas, the original organization, did this investigation. They don't have a lot in, of credibility, uh, Veritas. It seems like every investigation they do is just chock full holes of uh, untruths and just blatant lies. I don't think it, it's a very credible institution for pulling data from. Well, there's multiple organizations like Project Veritas that do expose Which other ones? This, um, <clears throat> um, so Gays Against Groomers and Ambassador for them, they are Gays also exposing groomers. this happening in clinics. Mm-hmm. Gays against groomers. So who's have you heard of them? I haven't. But who's the groomer then? Um, so basically, Gays Against Groomers is an organization of hundreds of LGBT people. It includes trans people as well. Basically, these uh, this organization is calling out the harms. Uh, they're doing investigations of gender clinics, calling out the harms of doing this to kids. Because look, where's we the get grooming coming though? That's the part that I find like really inflammatory. Because grooming implies that. <laughs> trans people or trans activists and it's what you said here in this tweet that they're pedophiles that they're sexualizing kids so where does that evidence come from because it's one thing to say we're against you know uh, uh gender affirming care for minors mm -hmm. but it's a whole different thing to say you know they're grooming well, that word is basically used because we're seeing many um, uh, drag shows, like adult drag shows, where kids are attending, and it's very sexually explicit. So that is a form of grooming. We also see um, these kids' books in public libraries and in schools where they're teaching kids about drag and being trans. And, you know, that's not a subject a kid should hear. So that is a form of grooming because it's okay. indoctrinating so kids. I've heard, mm -hmm. I know that there was that one uh, drag show with kids that was kind of a hot button issue. Um mm. Where, what other examples uh, can you think of of drag shows with kids uh, involved where they're being groomed? So there's, um, in the last year, there's a an investigative journalist, Taylor Hansen. He's exposed at least 20 drag shows in Texas that are, oh, really? are called 20? all ages drag shows. Uh, they're called all ages drag shows, and they're basically doing sex acts on stage. They have uh, breasts, 
you know, they're doing very inappropriate things. So, no, it's just. So hold on. Sorry, Ali, you're, you're, you're making so many claims and I just want to get to each one. Uh, you mentioned mm-hmm. an organization Gays Against Groomers, which yeah. was founded by Jamie Mitchell. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So Jamie Mitchell and their partner are ultra MAGA Trump followers, and there's nothing wrong with uh, being a Trump supporter, but they're also anti-transgender. They spread anti-transgender propaganda with QAnon conspiracy theories, and and interestingly, the founders are straight. So how is it that they can make a gaze against a groomers organization when they themselves are not even gay? That seems disingenuous. Well, firstly, that's a Wikipedia page. You know, Wikipedia has a lot of bias with the um, woke um, people that so write Jamie on Jamie Mitchell Actually, is gay. She's gay. She's a lesbian. All of the people, you have to be LGBT to be a member how do they um, check of Gays Against Groomers. So there's how do they, hundreds how do they of trans verify people. the credentials? No, I mean, you know, if someone says they're, they're gay or bi, you know, you accept that. You don't say, oh, can you prove that you're gay? How can you prove that? So, I mean, you know, Jamie Mitchell is a lesbian. All of the members are lesbians, trans. It's not anti-transgender at all. They support people being trans as an adult. But what they're trying to do is calling out the harm that we're seeing um, caused to children. And that's the real issue here is about protecting kids. So go back to your claim about grooming. So you, you brought up uh, the drag show for kids. Um mm-hmm. Is there any other examples or are we just talking about drag shows? Because I have to assume that the drag shows, even if it's as widespread as uh, Project Veritas claims, which heaven knows uh, how credible they are, uh, there's got to be other examples to to make such bold claims as that there's a whole movement trying to sexualize kids. Yeah, I mean, even if you look at the music industry, you have really shocking performances like Sam Smith, for instance, who is um, pushing a specific agenda. He has concerts which are allowing all ages. And, you know, if you want to be a musician, do whatever you want, but don't be doing sexually graphic things. He's doing uh, imitating blowjobs. He has, you know, fetish gear on and there's kids in the audience. So it's not just about drag queens. It's about protecting kids in general. So even if it's even if it's Cardi B, you know, I don't think kids should be at a Cardi B concert if she's twerking or doing like something very, very sexual. I you think it's just about protecting grooming. Kids. I mean, but, you know, you, you turn on the TV. I mean, you see stuff worse than that, right, on YouTube mm-hmm. and stuff. I, to say yeah. they're grooming them seems pretty, pretty disingenuous and actually really homophobic and transphobic to put this label that they're groomers because you understand the gravity of such a claim, right? Well, it's a very loaded word. I, I get that. But it's not an attack on the LGBT community at all. It's about basically calling out specific cases. It's not an attack on trans people, calling out specific cases where children are being exposed to something that's highly inappropriate and trying to raise awareness of that. So it's not a label that's attached to gay people, lesbians, trans people. It's literally about calling out specific instances. Of, I want to ask um, you about uh, something children. specific. Actually, since you bring it up, I have seen something troubling mm-hmm. from uh, a trans person that I thought mm-hmm. was kind of gross. They were selling, it was like a kid's t-shirt with a trans person on it. And then they had like kids toys with trans people on it. And it was kind of gross and groomy. Have you seen anything like that before? You know, I've seen t-shirts that the um, Lieutenant Governor of Minnesota wore protect trans kids with a knife on it. You know, mm. things like that. I've seen T-shirts that says protect trans rights with AK-47s on it and stuff. And, you know, I don't think that's 
helpful messaging for and that's just trans activists by the way Ethan this is a small number of people and that's who I'm calling out that's who gays against groomers are calling out it's not the trans community as a whole specific trans activists who have highlighted um sorry have hijacked the trans movement so actually you know what's interesting Ollie if you go to your website right now your merch website I was actually talking about your merch you are actually selling kids lunch boxes with a picture of you depicted as a trans woman and you're selling no, it. No, that's not as a trans woman. Oh, that's it's not, not as a trans woman. That's just a K-pop picture of me. Okay, because this is you. I, I had a feeling you would say that because here it is you wearing that design. And it's pretty obvious to tell that this is depicting you. This is yes, from correct. just like a month ago. And this is when you were trans. Wearing my merch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So do you think it's appropriate to sell this to kids? Well, it's a lunchbox with a picture of a K-pop cartoon. There's well, it's you as a trans. It's you as a trans woman. It's me as a K-pop star. It's nothing to do with being trans or not. That's just a cartoon of me as a K-pop star. So it's not. But at the that's not inappropriate. Right, but at the time you were a trans woman. <laughs> Correct. At the time I was a trans woman, but that, so there's nothing inappropriate. So it's you with as that. a trans woman. That I was a trans woman at the time. That picture does not depict me as a trans woman. It depicts me. As a K-pop star, but I find that interesting that you're willing to uh, make that separation when you're making such general claims about uh, groomers and stuff. Because to me, by your own definition, this is pretty groomy. And even if you go, and this is it's all, an well, hold on, Ollie, hold on picture. one sec. Even if you go on your website right now, you're selling the same graphic, un Ollie London, Ollie Merch Squad, as you depicted as a trans woman. And if you look at the available sizes, it's just kids. Three to four? Do you think it's appropriate for a three to four-year-old to buy this shirt? Yeah, of course. Any K-pop fan, if they want to buy my merch, they're absolutely entitled to. There's nothing inappropriate with that merch at all. It's <laughs> that a is a trans music. woman, Ollie. You're not understanding You're your own logic. You're clutching at straws. How am That's I? A, you a were a trans. Okay, hold on. Let's let's follow this through. You were a trans woman when you made this. There's a picture mm -hmm. of you wearing it. It's obviously yeah, you correct. as a trans woman. Here's you as a trans woman. And here's you, as a trans woman, on the shirt, on a kid's shirt. How am I clutching at straws? Well, you're clutching at straws. It's an innocent cartoon. It doesn't say anything about indoctrination. The tongue is somewhat sexual. How the tongue is out like that, it's a little disturbing. I'm, Ethan, come on, I'm doing a K-pop pose. That's, you're just clutching at straws. No, why is the tongue out? I find that a little uh, provocative. Ethan, it's a cartoon. You're just trying to... Trying to make well, a joke I don't know it. because you're well. Well, no, I'm not trying to make a joke. I think this is a somewhat serious issue to resolve here because <laughs> if you no, I'm being serious, Ollie. Because let's at least be consistent. If we're going to accuse people of grooming kids, you know, and, and which you have made a a a, a short lived but uh, a somewhat profitable career of doing, then I think we need to, uh, you know, uh, we need to get on top of this. Uh, I just don't think it's appropriate to be selling well, lunchboxes with a trans if, woman if on that it. Lunchbox, if, Ethan, if that lunchbox had something inappropriate or sexual, that would be wrong. But this is an innocent cartoon of me doing a K-pop pose. There's nothing wrong with that particular picture. If it was an inappropriate or in a sexual way, that would be completely wrong. And of course, I would never sell that. But that's an innocent drawing of a cartoon, Ethan. Do you think it's appropriate for a drag queen, for kids to buy... Let's say a kid's at a drag queen show. That's grooming. And let's say they are selling lunchboxes to the kids of a with a picture of a drag queen on it. 
doing a cute pose or whatever, right? Not sexual, but they're in drag. Do you think it's appropriate for a kid to carry that lunchbox? Well, I think it's appropriate if a kid's at a drag show that's inappropriate because some drag shows are generally not inappropriate. Okay, a lot so, of them are becoming Okay, that's interesting. So some drag shows are appropriate and some aren't. Correct. It's about okay. doing some... No, correct. It's about if you're going to do anything in front of kids, it should be uh, PC. It should not have anything sexual. But sadly, <laughs> a lot of these shows are doing sexual things. So kids should not be there. If, if the merch is there and it's a show that's sexual, they shouldn't be there in the first right. place. Okay, this is interesting. So you're saying it is okay for kids to go to drag shows? I'm not saying that at all. I don't think they should in, in general, you but just, I'm just saying... If, if they're not sexual, and I, I would assume it's not because it's for kids, right? I mean, if they're doing sexual stuff, I would consider that... Obviously, everyone would consider that uh, inappropriate. Mm -hmm. But I believe you've just said drag shows are uh, safe for kids. In fact, you would no, even yeah, be okay. Well, hold on. You would even, you even said you'd be okay with them carrying a drag show lunchbox. No, look, I just don't think kids should be anywhere that is putting ideas into their heads. You know, if a show is innocent, you know, that's obviously better than it being a sexual show, but I still don't think kids should be exposed to gender ideology. So, but so, what about this you know, lunchbox kid, you're selling to kids? That has nothing to do with any kind of ideology. It's a K-pop picture. So, yeah, but it's, you're in drag I, in the picture. You're, 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 I mean, you're, you're trans. I'm not in drag. Well, you're trans. Sorry. Yeah, drag. you're right. You're not in drag. I misspoke. You're trans. You're a woman. You're expressing yourself as a woman on the box. I'm just, it's just a cartoon, Ethan. I don't know why you keep going on about it. It's a cartoon. It's just a cartoon. I mean, I, I feel like you're trying to downplay the significance of this, Ollie. I, I just afraid <laughs> that some of your, uh, some of the people that you associate with might consider this grooming by your own uh, standard. I'm just looking out for you and your reputation. It's just silly, Ethan. It's, a, it's an innocent cartoon. If it okay. was an inappropriate picture, that would be wrong. Okay. What do you make of this picture? Uh, are these kids in are these kids in danger? Your thoughts? Well, I haven't seen the video of that particular show, and it depends what book they're reading. If the drag queen is, it teaching appears to about be Denver, depicting some fish. It's a couple of fish in the ocean. It seems like that's the rainbow fish. The rainbow fish. Uh, it seems to be the rainbow fish, Ollie. Well, it, it, you know, I think a lot of these books are pushing even subtle messages on gender ideology, trying to tell kids you should tran be trans and become LGBT. And kids should make that decision on their own. So if that book is teaching them about, you know, transitioning <laughs> or becoming a drag queen, that's inappropriate. It's and that's the rainbow the issue fish. With... Yes, but I haven't read the book. I can't see what the book is. So based on that one picture, does that book contain subtle messaging that's trying to tell kids to change their gender when they shouldn't be thinking about things like that. And, you know, in Florida, they've obviously banned books um, in the classroom that teach gender ideology. And there's a lot of books, uh, kids' books. There's a book called The Gay ABCs, and that pushes gender ideology. from For two-year-olds, it's two-plus. And I don't think that's appropriate for a kid that just should be reading kids' books that are completely innocent. They shouldn't but even be... But what do you make of this? Of what do you make of this lunchbox, though? Why do you keep going back to lunchbox? Well, well, because, well, because, because you know, <laughs> it's got a picture of a trans woman on a kid's lunchbox. Got a picture of a K-pop star on the lunchbox. Who's the K-pop star? <laughs> who, who's the K-pop star? Come on, it's you, right? It's me. Would you, yeah, it's would you. you, you and this K-pop star is a trans woman, right? I was trans at the time. The, the right. image doesn't necessarily depict any did kind the, of gender. Did, it just, so you're saying, did the photo of you... Uh, uh, so it's not even even it's not even a photo of me. It's literally a, it's a cartoon, cartoon that had right. an anime cartoon drawn of me. Right. 
Right. Um, Would you okay. buy it? Sorry? Would you buy it for your kids? I mean, Would I wouldn't want I, I, I wouldn't just because I don't want to support you financially. But uh, okay. the, but theoretically, I, I don't think I'd have a problem with. No, I wouldn't have a problem with my children uh, uh, looking up to a trans person. Of course not. What would be wrong with that? And I and, and even look, I don't have a problem with trans people at all. I'm just saying that certain things when it comes to gender identity, <laughs> if, if transgenderism is being pushed on young kids in preschool or even elementary school when they shouldn't be thinking about that. I think it's wrong to expose them to that. I think exposing it's them kids to trans discover people. who they are. Exposing them to trans people, like this lunchboxes. <laughs> right? You're really upset with that lunchbox. Well, you need but, to get but one. No, but I think it's a really uh, important point that you're not, you know, coming to terms with. We're exposing kids to uh, a trans woman. Don't you think that's <laughs> wrong? Why is it still on your website? At least you know. You know, it's it's come on, Ethan. <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's a cartoon of a K-pop right, star, right. and it's very innocent. It's just like a little anime drawing. It's nothing. You know, if I was doing something inappropriate, if I had, you know, protect trans kids on there, that would have a message. That would have a loaded gender ideology message. But it literally says Ollie Squad with a cartoon of me doing the peace sign. It's like super cute, super innocent. Just like most K-pop stars are like super cute. You know, There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, aren't you making like the he the he go face a little bit? Well, do you think I should make it more masculine? No, the Higo face is like some kind of hentai thing, isn't it? I have no idea. That's when I you cross your channel. eyes and stick out your tongue? Oh, really? Well, my eyes are you wide open. You don't know open. about that? My you... eyes are wide open. Hold I do on, watch hold on, hold on, anime, hold on. but I don't know. You don't know about the Higo face? No. I don't believe you. Come on. No, I watch anime like I watch Attack of the Titans That's and stuff. That's straight but cat, my brother. With... This is it, and you can see the resemblance, right? Here's the Ahigo face. Go on. It's from, it's like a hentai reference. But okay. You, but you see the resemblance, right? <laughs> can you put them side by side? Sure, yeah, I'd be happy to. I mean, that's quite a cute drawing. Right, but that's like a woman, like, orgasming is what that is. Well, or like well, lust. It's pitch. like a lustful kind of uh, sexual gratification. Ethan, you're face. really clutching at straws. Am I'm I? Literally, like I've got my eyes open. I'm doing the peace sign, and what you're is... trying to dissect it and say this honestly. Right. <laughs> it just seems to me that even as a trans person, it, you shouldn't be exposing kids to that. It seems like you're shoving gender ideology down kids' throats by selling them a lunchbox with a trans woman on it. You don't. Like, you don't I see my don't... point at all. You don't get it. No, I don't. You know, if it, I, I would see your point completely if, for instance, it had um, messaging on there, like some political, because I don't think kids should be exposed to politics either. Um, you know, political or gender ideology message, if that was on there, that would be different if it was a sexually suggestive image. But this is literally an innocent cartoon. I've got my eyes open. I'm doing the peace sign. You could not get innocent. What do I need to do even like to please people? Do I have to like close my eyes? Well, I personally don't necessarily have a problem. What, what is your fascination with the eye wideness? I haven't said anything about that. About what, sorry? You said, what do I have to close my eyes? I didn't know what that meant. You kept mentioning about, like, the uh, eye wideness of how wide it is. I don't know why you keep bringing that up. No, I'm just saying that, look, in the picture, my eyes, it's got very, it's not even me, by the way, it's a cartoon, but the eyes are very wide open, right. like, Ugly. glistening. It's a, it's a, I'm just saying, like, what's wrong with having my eyes open, like, we're human beings, we have to have our eyes open. I don't know why open. you're like, talking about be eyes open. Would it be better this, if I close my eyes? Would it be better if I close my eyes? I don't know. I don't even know what that means, Ollie. Here's a reference to a uh, popular culture with the Ahigo face. It's, you know, like kind of an e-girl thing. You're probably aware of that. Well, I'm not an e-girl, so I wouldn't know. 
<laughs> yeah, but you're on the internet, and it's from anime, which you seem to be okay. But let's move no, on. No, you know, I do know, I do know anime and stuff. I don't know anything to do with that pose. Literally, I've got my mouth open like this. Peace. I always have my mouth open. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Sure. Come on. Yeah. Let me see that again. Looks really natural when you do it. <laughs> Thanks. Yes. yes. Yes, girl. So are you? So the trans, but you identify as a male now. You're not trans. We're over that. No, I'm like, well, basically, I got to a point where I was going to probably die from the surgery I was doing. And, you know, I was really mentally struggling. Um, I had a lot of mental health struggles based on a variety of issues, which I talk about in my book um, from when I was being bullied very severely as a kid. Um, I was always told I was like ugly or I looked like a monster or, you know, I was more feminine or I had man boobs. Um, so you know, I just used to have all those things that left me with traumas. So it kind of messed up my head. And okay. as an adult, I didn't deal with that in the way that I should have. I should have had therapy. I should have spoke to someone. I Instead, it was almost like self-harming. So all this crazy surgery was me kind of um, kind of lashing out at the bullies. And it was very, very destructive for me and for other people. So, so you know, I'm, you I'm glad that's... to be over that. Do you think that people who are bullied are at a higher chance of becoming trans? Yes, definitely. So um, I talk about this in my book. There's a lot of studies. There was a study in Finland by the top transgender um, clinic that um, was basically transitioning a lot of kids. And they said around, I think it's around 45% of the kids had experienced severe bullying. So that led to their gender dysphoria um, identity, but so, there's so also your, the other your, side. Your where... theory is that the bullying leads to the dysphoria, not the dysphoria leading to the bullying, which no, would be was, more logical. Was, no, no, I was just about to say as well, but there is also the flip side of that, where kids that are the kids are being bullied because of their identity, you know, because maybe a boy is more feminine or a girl is more like a tomboy, so they're also being bullied for that. But in, in certain um, studies, the one in Finland at Tampere University, they found that there was a significant correlation between a kid being bullied and then the onset of their gender dysphoria coming afterwards rather than before. But, you know, of course, it works both ways. Let's see here. Uh, I have that theory you're citing in front of me. Uh, ta Tampere University, Finland. Yeah, here it is. Let's read the conclusion. It's uh, here. There's the abstract and everything. Let's see. The conclusion says gender identity, especially non-binary identity, is associated with both being bullied and perpetrating bullying, even uh, when a range of variables, including internal stress and involvement in bullying and the opposite role are taken into account. This suggests that bullying during adolescence may serve as a mechanism of maintaining heteronormality, which I think what that means is that the bullying uh actually results in people rejecting their transness uh, in favor of hetero hetero normality i think i'm that's am i that's so so it seems to be saying the opposite actually of what you've claimed it said do you see what i'm referring to hetero normality yeah, no, i see that i yeah. see that that's article that you know if you actually read the full study which that's I've read the conclusion the study, you, you can find it on the national institute of health oh um, no this is the study yeah this let me is, have a look yeah, no, this is this is the uh, this is the study. It's the dot yeah, gov. Finland, yeah. Yeah, this is it. Uh, and then this is the author's conclusion right there. I mean, that's pretty much that. This is the one you're talking about. Do you disagree? Yes, but it's look. The study's also saying it's associated with being bullied and being um, the perpetrator. So it's basically saying yes, that but the right, but the the message. This is the last sentence, so let's not let's read this together carefully. 
Mm-hmm. It suggests that bullying during adolescence may serve as a mechanism of maintaining heteronormality. So, do we understand what that says? No, I get what it's saying. It's basically right. saying that some of these kids that are being bullied um, will maintain their original identity because of the bullying. Correct. But the study also, if you read the full study, the study also speaks, there's a high correlation between, there's two different findings in the study. There's a study, there's a finding that around 45% of the kids are bullied and that causes the gender dysphoria. And there's also a part of the study which also says, like the conclusion is finding that some of these kids are bullied because of their gender dysphoria and it makes it worse. Oh, so there's, it, it, there's it two seems different like findings. If, if two outcomes are possible, then it doesn't seem that interesting. I wonder why you bring it up. Well, no, uh, read, read the full study. It also talks about this the it, correlation. Between I mean, this is the author. They wrote the conclusion right here. This is their. That's 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 a small summary no, on yeah, that's the you author. Read... That's the author. That's their conclusion. Correct. Right. But if you read in the Who National better Institute to draw a conclusion than the author of the study. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if you I've read the full study multiple you times. Multiple the National times. Institute of Health. Mm hmm. Are you, do you think that if bullying prevents people from becoming, um, according to this, bullying prevents more kids from transitioning? Do you believe that we need more bullying? No, I, I'm an advocate against bullying. I think whoever gets bullied, it, it's so, so wrong. I've been bullied myself, and I'm an advocate. But if bullying results in less transitioning, then that, sh- then that, according to what you're saying, is the best outcome for these kids. No, I don't, I don't agree at all. No kid, even if a kid is feminine or a girl is a tomboy, they should not get bullied. No one should get bullied. They should be provided with support. But if somebody wants to transition, I'm not against people transitioning. I just don't think it's right as a kid because a lot of these kids are going through so many issues during that time. They are not in the right frame of mind to make an informed consent decision. If a Look, child Ethan, is suicidal, do you believe that they should transition to save their so life? A lot of go- so there's a lot of um, clinics and doctors that use this argument. There's a clinic called Kaiser Permanent, Permanent in California. Kaiser, Ka- um, Kaiser Permanente. Yes, that's it. Thank you. Um, yeah, so basically they have used with multiple people that have since detransitioned, Chloe Cole and Layla, um, another detransitioner. They basically told them your kids are going to commit suicide if you don't transition them. But what they said afterwards is they actually felt worse six months down the line after their transition because they've got hormones in their body, they've got puberty blockers, um, and, and they even had double mastectomy. That the vast majority of people that transition don't regret it. I think it's like 95%. 99%. Are you aware of that stuff? You, you don't you don't hear the cases of the detransitions. Are you the aware, Ollie, that ninety-nine percent of kids that transition do not regret it? No, I don't support that statistic. I think it's wrong okay. because these from, clinics, from what from what authority do you dis, disprove that statistic? Well, the, look, these clinics make these studies. They don't even do follow up studies. There's an example of a do you not trust studies because you just told me to read one. Look, what I'm saying is the gender clinics make billions of dollars every year. Their studies are skewed and biased. In a they review of 27 follow-up. studies involving almost 8,000 teens and adults who had trans transgender surgeries mostly in europe u.s and canada one percent on average expressed regret for some regret was temporary but a small number went on to detransition uh but that's one percent uh that seems like a very small amount to be uh singularly focused on and this is 27 studies so this is a massive 
kind of conclusion, right? Uh, a scientific conclusion, a, a consensus, if you would. Yes, but what I'm saying is there's a clinic, for instance, Tavistock Clinic, which was the main clinic in the UK. They were actually exposed. They were doing studies as well. They weren't bothering we were to check the with the detransitioners. They didn't bother to check with the detransition. They didn't check how the hormones oh, were affecting over Oh, I know what you're talking year. about. That English one for, for... Yeah. Yeah, so that that one, if I recall, I looked into that. Um, I believe it was... they. You know, people say it was shut down. It was actually... Wasn't it... Um, it being they, shut down. Right, but... Still open. They're mm -hmm. making. They're actually making a bigger one so they can serve more needs. I, I actually. So it's not really being shut down. Actually, um, that say one the name is, again. What is it? Um, it's called Tavistock. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one's actually being shut down this year because basically <laughs> the National Health Service, which is basically looks after all the hospitals in the UK for the government. Um, they actually said that there were a lot of um, ethical violations and stuff, and they also changed their policy based on what happened at that clinic via internal investigations. They found that many of these kids were being pushed to transition without having checks on their mental health, and they're basically being pushed into it and fast track very quickly. Do you quickly. think it's significant, though, that of the patients, of the actual <laughs> people who they transition, only 1% regret it? Do you, uh, you're not acknowledging that. I don't, I, I don't trust uh, studies. Why? Even if you're 27, saying it's 27 studies. studies. Then why did you tell me to read this one, Ollie? You use <laughs> studies when it's convenient for you, but you don't when it, when it goes against your thesis. I don't understand your consistency with studies. Do we like them or no? <laughs> what I'm trying to say, Ethan, is the gender clinics are very, very powerful. Do we, they no, no, no. Ollie, do we studies. like studies or not? All studies or no I studies? I like studies. Oh, we do. No, I like studies. You, you do like you studies. Have to, but you have to always look at bias. You know, the clinic in Finland was a transgender clinic that made the study. So they had different findings to the many of the clinics in America that are saying there's a low detransition rate. But there are thousands of detransitioners out there. They're just not sharing their stories because of fear of being attacked. And, uh, you know, they get abuse every single day from trans activists. So there's thousands of kids out there that are there's 50,000 detransitioners on a Reddit uh, subreddit forum. Uh, speaking about detransitioning, but they're scared to come out and talk about it because they're going to get attacked. So there's so, a lot of people hiding. You seem to be in denial, Ollie, that the vast, vast majority of these people, let's say there is a bias. Let's say instead of 1%, it's 10% regret it. And that's a huge deviation. So I'm giving you a lot of doubt here. If 10% only uh, regret it, do you think that on whole... Of the 90% who, uh, who don't regret it and who had what they consider life-changing uh, care, health care, why would you seek to deny them life-changing health care? When they, well, Ethan, they, the yeah, they say, this saved my life. Well, Ethan, a children can't get tattoos. Children can't buy cigarettes or buy alcohol. So how on earth can they consent to doing something they don't even understand about? We have to look at many of these kids. They don't understand. They don't think about the future. Like if a kid changes their body, they have gender reassignment surgery or take hormones. They might not be able to have a baby when they're older. They don't think about those things because they're kids. So the issue is just we shouldn't be doing this to kids. It should happen. You know, as an adult, they can make informed consent. But even with some of the parents. Agreeing hey, Ollie, to it, do, you know, the do you know how many kids between the age of six and 17 went through irreversible surgery in the United States? Um, I know the number rises every year. Now it would be okay. several thousand. So the number 
of patients of children between 6 and 17 who went through irreversible surgery in the United States. Uh, what was the year? Uh, the years on that one? It's two, uh, three years, 2019 through two, uh, 2021. So this is the most comprehensive data we have, and this comes straight from the, uh, the government stats. It was 250 per year. Does that seem significant to you? Uh, that's completely incorrect because there Based are there's a clinic in Oregon. It's it's in the thousands now. There's a clinic in Oregon that's done at least the thousands. Is that significant? A thousand? I mean, we have fifty that, million children in the United States. Do you think a thousand well, yeah. is, is statistically significant? There's thousands, and, and this study probably only takes into account people on Medicaid or Medicare. There are also the parents of patients that pay out of pocket. So Even if I it's think thousands, would, Ollie, let's say it's thousands. Would, would, is this significantly uh, significant when we have 51 million children in the United States between ages 6 and 17? It's significant even because it's growing every day. If you look at any chart or graph of um, kids being medically transitioned, it's now in the tens of thousands across the U.S. Uh, California has uh, thousands alone. Um Florida, um, before Governor DeSantis banned, there's there's a clinic, uh, Dr. Gallagher, who performs at least uh, five surgery uh, five surgeries on minors every month. Um, so you know that's just one clinic. Can you so cite it's those, in the uh, numbers. Uh, is it possible to get a reference? Um, Dr. Gallagher is a clinic in um, Florida, and she operates on minors. Okay. And so what is wrong with the number going up? I mean, let's say it goes up from 1,000 to 2,000 in the whole United States. I mean, so, so obviously so, one would mm -hmm. assume, right, Ollie, as people become more educated and aware of transgenderism. And we've seen the same thing with uh, homosexuality, which, of course, you're, you are a member of the LGBT community. You know, um, in the 50s, as being uh, gay became more acceptable, you saw the numbers significantly rising during that time. I'm sure you know that, right? Yeah, of course, because so what's it the became difference? more acceptable. What is the difference between the hysteria that took place then about there was, you know, uh, on the right that they're turning our kids gay? That turned out not to be true. You agree? Are, are, yeah, absolutely. Okay, good, good, absolutely good. So hold on to that. So now today we see the same graph going up of trans kids getting surgery or gender affirming care or whatever so why is it that you today can draw a conclusion that was the same conclusion in the 50s that you disagree with that trans kids are being influenced societal to to become trans it seems to be a glaring contradiction in logic it, you know it's not just random based on the fact that people it's easier for people to come out these days or identify in different ways it is a concerted push Ethan. so there's now That's what over they said 60, about gay people the, uh, Ethan, there's now over 60 pediatric gender clinics that have opened <clears throat> within the last 15 years across the us they weren't there before so they are profiting from this they're opening clinics because they know they can profit <laughs> so when they push you know through popular culture or or push transitioning via tiktok trends uh, they are profiting from that. So it benefits them if society and children are being confused and indoctrinated in schools or via social media because they, they can get thought, more patients through so, their door. So that's good. But let's focus on this this issue that I want to nail down. They said that gay kids were being influenced to be gay. You disagree with that now. And you're one of the people that says kids are being influenced to become trans. And it's the same curve. How do you... Do you not, why is that curve not just the 
result of it becoming more acceptable uh, in society? Is this the same um, curve, be, right? Same curve. It, it's a huge curve, you know, and it's really in the last five years since um, TikTok came about, we're seeing so many, there's, there's about well, 2.2 billion well, who, people. What, what does it matter how they become aware of it? I'm telling you, it's the same curve. What I'm trying to tell you is that there are influences now that didn't exist 10 years like ago what? that are pushing kids. So, for instance, TikTok, there's so TikTok, about 2.2. So TikTok is turning people trans, where back in the 50s, people said it was like rock and roll music. It was movies. It was hippie movements uh, that wasn't accessible to the generation before them. I don't see the difference. What I'm saying is that kids are being exposed to influences that it didn't have before. Same you know, in the 50s. Kids are being on... Sorry? The same in the 50s. The kids who were coming out as gay were also exposed to things that weren't accessible to generations before them. Well, I don't, don't agree with that. They didn't have phones no. back then. Kids are now being pushed trends, and the AI algorithm recognizes a kid's vulnerabilities. Well, music, music uh, you know, popular music. Uh, yeah, music. Pop music is, well, pop mm -hmm. music was something that was, rock and roll was something that was new back then. Uh, mm hmm so. No, no, correct. And and you could also argue that um, in the 80s, more people came out because, uh, you know, music like George Michael was, um, you know, and, and songs about freedom. So and then stuff why and are you out concluding with... that TikTok is making people trans? I don't understand the logic. You just contradicted yourself. No, no. What I'm saying is in the last five years, there is an increase in gender clinics opening because they are exploiting um, these children that are being pushed trends. You know, there's a lot of lobby groups, Ethan. The Human Rights Campaign is a massive lobby group. They're going around. Ali, you were trans push, before um, TikTok. Um, I've struggled with gender dysphoria for all of my before life. Before TikTok. Correct, but Yes, but my um, identity struggles came about because I was using social media too much. And, you but, know, Ollie, you were see... born in 1990. You're not that much uh, younger than me. When I grew up, there was no social media. I don't believe you probably had social media until you were in your 20s, well into your 20s. Yeah, correct. And the reason I struggled with my identity was because of uh, bullying in childhood. But then I only transitioned as an but adult. But bullying in childhood, we, we established from... The report that you told me to read that bullying in childhood results in less people transitioning. Sorry, say it again. This the study you sent me. Yeah. About bullying. Study. The conclusion was that bullying results in less people transitioning. So you says it's a result of social media. Well, you didn't have social media. Then I'm, you says uh, it was a result of bullying. Person. But this study you told me to read says bullying reduces the uh, the amount of people who who transition. So so how is it that you were trans before outside of all of these uh, influences that are turning people uh, trans? Well, firstly, I'm I'm an individual, so I'm one person. So my experience is not reflective of every single person that becomes trans out there. But the, the thing is, I became trans as an adult because I really struggled with my identity throughout my whole life and yes i did get bullying every case is different as well some people are bullied because of their gender identity some people are not um so every single case is different but the reason i became trans was you know you you know you follow my journey the korean stuff that was me trying to find myself and trying to you know fit in because i hated the way i looked. Well, if your if your journey is a personal one which i totally understand then what gives you the right to project your personal experience onto others.
Well, I speak to detransitioners every day. I speak to parents. I speak to women. So and don't they you, are that, that assumes a bias, Ollie. You're talking all day to detransitioners. We've also established, because we, I think, like studies, or I don't know if we decided, I think you said you like studies, because <laughs> 27 of them made a consensus that 99% of people that transition don't regret it. So if you spend all day talking to the 1% that do regret it, don't you believe that underlies a bias? Well, no, I don't believe it because I talk, really? I talk to all sorts of people. I talk to parents that have trans kids and, you know, they're trying to navigate through that. And the general consensus with everyone I speak to, because, no, I don't, I'm not right wing or left wing. I'm just very much in the center. I'm just trying to help people using my platform to try and help people. You know, the general consensus is we shouldn't be doing this to kids. And there generally is a concerted push over the last five years to medically transition children. If kids want to experiment, if a girl wants to be a tomboy, you know, nobody has a problem with that. You know, if they want to become trans as an adult, that's on them. But the issue that I talk about every day, I talk with parents, I talk with all these detransitions, is when this happens to kids. That's the issue I'm speaking about. Right, it's but that's not so about rare. people being trans. Let me ask you another question, just to pivot a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm one of the people that would say, Ollie London is willing to do anything for attention. You have probably some kind of, I don't want to diagnose you, I'm not a psychiatrist, but there is some craving for attention, clearly, right? Good or bad. I mean, you recently, you said about like Korean, you said your pronouns were core Ian, you know, you said you were going to get a, your penis uh, size reduced so that you could look more, you could be a more authentic Korean. I mean, these are not serious things. You seem to be a provocateur. Is it possible that you are participating in this right-wing grift because, one, it's making you a lot of money, and, two, it's getting you a lot of attention? Is that possible that you actually don't care and that your, your beliefs are empty? Is that possible? No, absolutely not. So when I struggled with my identity for years, I generally was struggling and I was lashing out at bullies. And the more the more I would get bullied online by YouTubers and people on TikTok, the more I would act crazy because I was trying to feel validated and loved. And you know, it was very well, the unhealthy. Con the conservative movement that. has offered you quite a uh, quite an open hand. Uh, they're very glad to be using you as a mouthpiece against trans people. So it must feel good to be being accepted from somebody, even if it is uh, at the detriment of many people who are at risk, trans people. It must feel nice no, to have people supporting you. No, it's nothing to do with that at all. You know, I, I could have easily continued doing K-pop. I could have focused on TikTok, which, you know, I used to really enjoy doing TikTok. I'm not the best singer. I like to make fun, entertaining videos. You know, I could have stuck with that. In actual fact, when I detransitioned, <laughs> I lost so many brand deals. I lost no, I lost all my invites to New York Fashion Week. I was front row every Yeah, but season. now you're I on Tucker Carlson. Invites. I mean, that's the biggest show in the world, or it was. Rest in peace to the GOAT. <laughs> yeah, he was the original GOAT. But no, it's, it's um, not to so, do with let, that. No. So you say it's not possible that you are just doing this for attention. If we go back, here's a recording of you saying that you're using the BLM movement for attention and for cameos. Here, listen. Millions. So it's basically every time I do a music video, it's like... If it's a million, it's a thousand pounds. So you know, if I just keep releasing music videos, that's like enough. And then also because I've been a lot on Twitter, there's been so many people talking about me on Twitter because I'm supporting the Black Lives Matter and protests and stuff. So I had 200,000 views on the video. So because of that as well, I'm getting a lot of requests. So it's just, you know, I'm just staying relevant 
uh, in the news on TV and stuff because, you know, the more exposure I have, you know, if I'm trending on Twitter or whatever on TV, then the more cameos I get. So, yeah, just... So here you say you're supporting BLM to stay relevant and because it gets you more cameos. Have you been getting well, more cameos uh, since you went uh, right wing? Well, firstly, that audio was from a number of years ago. It was edited deceptively by somebody that was completely uncredible um, and just well, basically desperate for attention. It's your voice, correct? It's my voice, but it was edited deceptively to what try to make it? me was, look was, bad. So what's the deception? So I'm not doing any of this. What I'm doing now is to try and help people, <laughs> you know, Previously, Ethan, I'll admit What's it. Previously, I had some very unhealthy behavior. Deceptive. I'm open to hearing you out. How is it deceptive? I'm, I'm explaining. So, you know, okay. previously I had unhealthy behavior where I was generally like thinking, oh, how many likes can I get? How many views can I get? Because I was in a really crazy mental health place. And, you know, I, the more surgery I would get, I would feel worse about myself. So I would try and be validated via online views and things. But in fact, you know, Unlike talking now. to BLM actually... No, no, I'm not doing it now. If I right. wanted to, Ethan, if I wanted to, no, if I wanted to get attention and stuff, yeah. I would stick to doing TikToks. I would stick to doing my K-pop music. Well, you're videos. getting a lot more attention right now. I mean, you're getting a lot of attention right now. In fact, you wrote a whole damn book about it, Gender Madness. Well, what I'm doing now is because I've actually come to a realization that I have had some very unhealthy behaviors in the past, and I'm trying to remedy that. You know, because I can't sleep at night when I think, you know, have I done something bad? Have I been a bad influence? So I'm actually trying to remedy that and devote my well, time. I hate to tell to you, activism. if that's what you're concerned about, you're going to be feel really bad when your next phase comes around and you realize that it's you are the, mouth, Ethan, the mouthpiece for uh, really hateful people. Ethan, it's not a phase and I'm not a mouthpiece for anyone. I'm literally just trying to speak up about issues that I have finally woken up to see what's going on in the it world. It seems to me, thinking, Ollie, that if we look at all of your different iterations of your personality, the one consistent thing is a need for attention. Well, you could say that about Trisha Paytas, who was your best friend and you used to do a podcast. Oh, I do say that. I mean, yeah, I would had, say that about Trisha Paytas. Sure. Are you like she Trisha had different Paytas? Identities, but, but she, she had a wake up call and then she realized that, you know, she could be an influence to others. And she's really a positive girl. She's doing amazing things at the moment. And, no, I had a wake Trisha up. Trisha was a well chicken I was... nugget, I believe. Uh, do you do you empathize with that, Ollie, as a former trans well, I, person? Ethan, I'm vegetarian, so I wouldn't empathize with her. Bigger, so you're so you're saying you're nugget. like, uh, yeah. And congratulations on that. We support that, Ollie. Do you do you believe you're like Trisha Paytas? No, not at all. I'm not comparing myself oh, okay. to her. I'm just saying that she had a lot of identity struggles. She had some unhealthy behaviors. I had some unhealthy behaviors. I struggled, but I am remedying that now. I'm working hard every like day Trisha. to try and be a better person, to try and help people. And that's what I'm focused on. So people Good. can call me what they want. I'm not a mouthpiece for anyone. I'm literally trying to help. Okay, make let's the pivot. World let's pivot. This came about when you found God, right? You uh, And you can fill in the blanks here. Um, you were confused. You were a transgender woman. You were selling uh, kids lunch boxes, depicting a trans woman on it. That's pretty low by your own definition. And then you were walking around and you found God. You entered a church and then you realized, hey, this is a cool vibe, maybe. Well, no, actually, before that, I was started to go to therapy. So basically, 
I lost a lot of my friends. People thought I was really like crazy. And I was, I was very mentally unwell with all of these different crazy identities that I struggled with. So I actually started therapy first um, and I started going to sessions twice a week. And then they actually told me, you know, you need to speak about this. You need to find a community that's uh, accepting, non-judgmental and kind. So hold so on. Your, your, I, your therapist told you that you're not trans? No, my therapist didn't tell me I wasn't trans, but they said if I'm having issues and struggling with who I am, perhaps I should uh, find a community that's very okay. welcoming and might make me feel like I can belong, okay. you know, take some time off social media. Okay. Um, so they didn't tell me not to be trans. It's nothing, nothing to do with that. So they you, literally told me to try and find myself. So you took a, so you took a break off social media and then you took your, well, no, you I, took the fountain, your time to find God and uh, find your new self. I stopped, you know, I stopped um, spending hours and hours a day on TikTok um, and YouTube, which was, you know, messing up my mind. And I actually left my phone <laughs> at home. I would go to therapy sessions and then I started Excuse going me, to sorry. church. And made, it made me realize, you know, there's more to life than just being online or, or, or whatever. You know, I need to actually make a difference in this world. And I've spoken to so many people that are concerned at the direction the world's going in. And, you know, if I can try and help um parents and help you know women and stuff and speak up for people then you know i can um feel good i want to show you this clip from an interview from piers morgan okay lots of pictures here of you as a, as a yes. woman so how, how long Very ago different. was that was that quite recently that was actually at london fashion week so that was literally a month ago so kind of a drastic change so you went from a month you went from trans woman at fashion week a month later to being on piers morgan denouncing the trans movement uh, when you said get off, uh, take your time and talk and figure out who you are, you, that all happened within a month. No, actually, since I uh, originally transitioned, I felt great for a couple of months. And then I really started to question it. I started to think, OK, I can even do more surgery to make myself physically become a transgender woman or I can take a step back. So I was having a lot of thoughts of regret, but it was too late at that point. I'd already done facial feminization. I'd already changed myself. I was very confused. So I'd been having those thoughts for a number of months. And then within a month from um, that I particular see. picture being taken, I, I actually detransitioned. So tell me about finding God. Tell me about when you were in the church and you had like an awakening. Well, I'd, I'd lost a lot of friends. I lost a lot of loved ones because uh, they thought my behavior was very unhealthy. And, um, you know, it was a, a now or never moment. I could have continued down a very destructive path, destructive for myself and people around me. And destructive for you know people that see me online it's i i think i was you know not a good role model and i, I deeply regret that so were you trying um, to be a I role model a, i find that interesting no I, I i well at the time in my delusion i thought i was a role model for people that liked k-pop and wanted to be um K-pop um so then i started going to church to try and uh take some time out to think about my life and think you know what is the next step for me and then you know, after spending some time going to church sessions and sermons, it made me realize, you know, just try to find acceptance with who I am and stop doing all this craziness and try to get back to the real me. And that's the most important thing. You, I've heard you mention the real you, the real you being uh, a British man. But if you talk to other people, I think they might say the real them. And as, as I think you would agree, People are born gay. They don't choose to be gay. Do you agree with that? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. So then why? And I, agree, and I believe, sorry, I believe that some people generally feel trans since they're born. I do believe that. So, that, so God made them that, that way, right? So God would have made them that way. 
I just believe that some people are born as trans, but my issue is kids being indoctrinated to transition when they didn't think about that before. So however you're born, that's the way you, you feel, then that's okay. But I don't believe in people that wouldn't think about these things being indoctrinated to change. Because you said you want it, because when you're on these shows, you kind of make a point about being like, I'm going back and I'm being true to myself, implying almost that like this trans thing is just some kind of silly, uh, uh, you know, uh, psychosis you had, but you're saying now being born trans is actually a state that God creates people in. I'm saying that some people are born trans. Some people are Do, born does gay. Does God make people trans? I'm, I'm not saying anything on that, on that subject. Why? I'm just saying that some people feel, everybody feels different. You know, everybody feels different. Wait, why inside, are you not well, but, willing to say that God makes people trans? I'm just, I know, I'm just saying that people are born in different ways. They feel different. Some people might be born intersex. Some people are born gay. Well, you, keep, well, you and talk they can't... about God going back to how God or Jesus intended me. So I feel like this is an interesting point to resolve because this is something that you bring up in your interviews. God makes people trans. I find that, I find that to be. I never said, I, ne I never said God made people trans. I never said God didn't make people Does trans. God make people gay? That... Does God make people gay? I'm just saying that people are born in different ways. Because you said it, you were born, you were born gay, and so I'm I was born. I wasn't born. I was born a man, and then as a teenager, I became gay. Um, so it didn't happen from birth. But I, I struggled with my. I was very feminine. I struggled with my identity uh, as a kid. Was um, that your so choice or that, God's choice? <clears throat> you know, there's a lot of influences that influence people in life. You know, God is all powerful, right? Out. No, perhaps I wouldn't have turned out the way I did if I wasn't bullied, or perhaps is I God all powerful? Yeah, God is very powerful. Yes, absolutely. All powerful. But, but is God all powerful? God is all powerful, but there are so then he made you gay in... and trans people trans. No, there are. Why would he make? Why lives? would God all powerful make someone so confused that they wanted to be trans? Well, actually, logically, it doesn't even make sense. If God is all powerful and He creates a, a being. And then this being lives through their lives and then says, oh, I want to transition. God made them that way. They, if God is all-powerful, it's all part of his design. God wants people to be trans. Well, there are societal, environmental God created society. That, yes, correct. But so I'm just saying there yeah. are, uh, there's a lot of, Ethan, there's a lot of human factors that influence God created people. humans. If people are, yes, I know that, but if people are exposed to gender ideology, God they created gender ide ideology. What I'm saying is a lot of these people would not have felt this way when they're born, but they're being pushed by society. God created society. To, to think that they're going to transition. God created society and transitioning as an operation. I mean, just tell, where am I logically wrong? I don't see any logical conclusion that doesn't come to the idea that God made people trans. I never said God made anyone trans. I just said that society and the environment God made society. around people influence people. He's all powerful, right? You said he's all powerful? Yes, God is all powerful, but also humans have influences on other humans. But he made humans. But this isn't going anywhere. It's not, is it? Okay, let's go on. Um, do you believe that the Bible is against transgenderism, or what's your thought on that as a, as a, I guess, a newborn Christian? 
Well, you know, the Bible was written um, a long time ago, and there are things in the Bible, such as in the Old Testament, that aren't relevant to today's society. We know that. Um, so we have to adapt what was written 2000 years ago to the modern day. But, um, you know, I'm not I'm not one for policing how adults live their lives. But I think, you know, transgenderism wasn't in the Bible because there weren't trans people <laughs> visible there were trans back then, people. of course. No, no. Look, I've even got this in my book. Even there was a Roman emperor that was trans. He used to dress as a woman. Um, so we know there's instances, but I'm just saying in the Did Bible. society itself, influence no him? Did, did society influence the emperor to be trans? Well, I wasn't alive then. Well, but, hold on. Um, you wrote would... about it in your book. God dang, man. Yes, but so so there were some um, Roman scholars that were around at the time and taken from their writings. He used to dress as a woman. He used to act like a woman and his wife would have to call him ma'am. Now, I, I wasn't around back then, so I don't know the exact details, but he thought he was a woman. So, you know, maybe he, he could have been born like that. Some people are born like that and they generally think that they're in so, the wrong body. So you don't have an opinion on if the Bible supports transgenderism or not. Or, get, well, or, or homosexuality, written, even. No, the Bible was written a long time well, ago. Yeah, then why, but, but surely, I mean, you know, uh, why use the Bible as a guide for anything in your life if, if it was written so long ago? I don't understand that point. Because, Ethan, because there's many teachings in the Bible that are very, very positive, uh, you know, about love and acceptance and kindness um, and trying to help humanity. Um, it was written a long time ago. So, like I said, the Old Testament. There's also a story about this, like uh, sisters raping their dad. Well, that's what I'm saying. The Old we don't Testament like that has one. things. OK, I like your optimism. So we I'm take... saying the Old Testament. Oh, has we do, we're not doing are... the Old Testament. OK, cool. So we well, don't believe. OK, OK, OK. I heard you when you're on these shows. I notice you talk a lot about um, this specific story of Jesus that inspired you. How he helped the lepers when nobody else would, and that you, in your at the time when you found Jesus, you felt like the leper. You like that's that's a nice story. Well, I thought it was a good analogy because I felt like um, for many years I was rejected by society. I was treated like an outcast, just like the leper. So I thought it was a good analogy to um to me actually. i agree mm -hmm. it is a really good analogy what other bible stories do you like um so there's the tale of the um lost sheep um in luke the parable of the lost sheep where a sheep goes missing um from a flock of a hundred and the shepherd decides should he stay with the flock or should he go and help this sheep and he actually goes into the wilderness to help the sheep because he realizes that every sheep is one of god's children so he needs to help them and be responsible for them which verse was that? I want to read that one. Uh, it's in Luke and Matthew. Luke and Matthew. Do you know the the number? I can't give you the exact chapter, but you can look it up. Is there any other uh, uh, Bible stories you like? I'm looking for good recommendations. Yeah, there's also when Jesus um, met a Roman officer, and this Roman officer had a lot of power. But instead of, you know, abusing that power like many Roman officers did, he was actually kind to his servants. He had servants that were captured um, from battles and they were working in his house, but he treated them the same he treated everyone else. So that's another great analogy that, you know, Jesus looked at people and helped people that helped other people. And, you know, kindness is very important. Do you know the, the verse on that one so I can reference it? I can't quote it off the top of my head. I don't head. know where that one is. Well, there's a lot of verses in the Bible, there's a lot of chapters, but I can tell you specific stories that I like. Okay. I was just testing you, Ollie, you know what I mean? I know. I, know. I was just trying to test you, you know, I was trying to do a fast one on you. <laughs>
Yeah, but I want to ask, um, you know, if we're talking about protecting kids, it all comes down to protecting kids, right? I mean, this is the thesis I've heard you explain. So as a Catholic, uh, do you, what do you think poses a greater threat? Drag shows or uh, clergy members? Well, actually, there's a lot of, of scandals and very bad things that have happened with the clergy. And, you know, I'm against all forms of abuse. So there's a lot that the Catholic Church has done in the past. There was even a cardinal that I believe he died um, earlier this year, an Australian cardinal that was uh, accused of some horrific things. And there's it's, there's a lot of that going on as well. So that needs to be addressed. And I will call that out as well, as well as calling out drag shows that are sexualizing kids, because all forms of child abuse, whether it's in a church, whether it's in a religious organization or, or whatever, what you, is wrong. If you had kids, would you feel more comfortable leaving them at a drag uh, time, story time or with a clergy member? You know, if I had kids, I would actually be with them all the time. I wouldn't leave them anywhere. You would never leave them. No, because, you know, as a well, parent, hypothetically, you're like, you know, you don't have to do it. I'm just talking hypothetically. Would you leave? Would you feel more comfortable leaving them with a clergyman, uh, a member of the of the Catholic Church or at the Bible or sorry, the drag queen story time hour? Again, neither. I wouldn't want to leave. Kids it's, not, anywhere it's just a theoretical. It's just theoretical. No, no, I, I get that. But I'm just saying I would even even if it was you know, leaving. A right. Kid but you have age, to choose one. Which one do you trust more? Well, I wouldn't leave my kid anyway. Like I wouldn't leave a kid, and I think parents have a duty to right. But just theoretically, wh which kids. one would you choose? I, I'm not going to answer that because right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You wouldn't. Choose either. You wouldn't. Okay, let's put it this way: There's a dude named Barry. He's got kids, and he goes, "I have no choice. I have to leave my kids either with the clergyman or at the drag show. <laughs> I don't have a choice. Something <laughs> crazy is happening. They're right next to each other. He says, "Ah, where do I leave my kids? Where do you think Barry should leave his kids?" Well, again, I wouldn't want to leave kids anywhere. But he you know, Barry doesn't have a choice. He, he doesn't have a choice. He's in this horrible but, predicament. But Ethan, I'm not Barry. I can't answer that question. Well, he's asking Barry. you for advice. Quick, Ollie, where should I put my kids? <laughs> You're putting me on the spot. You know, I, I wouldn't, I, as an adult, like, I would say Ollie, to Barry, as a just Catholic, kids. As a Catholic, I find it very concerning that you are hesitant to even answer that question. No, I'm saying it doesn't matter whether it's a, a Catholic church, a drag show, or even an, an after-school club where it's, you know, the teachers aren't present. I wouldn't leave the kid anywhere. I wouldn't leave the kid at some weekend activity, like a sports activity. I think the parents should always be there. Right. So it's not a question of a church versus, um, you know, whatever. It's a question of just in general, parents should always be with their kids. But that's not reasonable. Parents can't always be with their kids. I mean, that's no, uh, no. Of course, of, yeah. of course, it's not always reasonable. But I'm just saying, in an ideal scenario, you know, because look, there are cases that that happen. Many cases that don't happen. But I'm just saying, it's you've always got to be careful because there are people out well, there. Well, let's that assume are that you're a good Christian and you say I'd leave them uh, with the Catholic Church. We've talked about the number of kids who are doing irreversible transitioning in America. It's very, very small. We're talking like. 250 a year by my estimate and that's based on government data i know you you uh, dispute it you know there's mm -hmm. a recent report that came out in france and the reason i bring this one up is just because it's the most recent and comprehensive one it's quite mm -hmm. quite disturbing uh this came out i believe in 2021 called the independent commission of, on sexual abuse in the church 
it uh, was a huge government uh, uh, commission to look at this openly and honestly and try to figure out what's going on. Uh, 2,900 and 3,200 clergy members were involved in sexual abuse of minors during that period in France. Okay. Um, it's estimated that they abused around 330,000 kids. Now, if you do a percentage of that, and this is really kind of surprising to me, and tell me what you think. Assuming there are around 15,000 to 20,000 clergy members in France at any given time, the percent of the percentage of clergymen involved in abuse of minors would be 15 to 20 percent. Yeah, that's absolutely horrifying. And also there's in Ireland as well, there was a lot of abuse that was covered up. And no, it doesn't matter. Seems like that affects more kids. Than no, the no, that, that is equally wrong. Whoever exposes kids, it doesn't matter whether it's a church or not. Raping a, church, a kid is equally is as wrong as going to a drag show? Look, it's equally wrong if someone abuses a kid. So that's what I'm saying here. Okay. So if a kid is being abused... Is there any history of a child wrong. being abused at a drag show? When when drag shows are sexually explicit... Is that the that same as abuse. raping them? I, that is also child abuse. I'm just saying if a, a drag queen performs a sexually explicit act in front of the kids, that is abuse. If we're worried about the kids, we're looking... You're a member of an organization which... By my estimate, which again, it's just an estimate, uh, but 15 to 20 percent of the clergy members are sexual predators. Why is it that you're focused on the drag shows and not the Catholic Church when per capita and the volume is way more in the Catholic Church? Well, the specific organization Gays Against Groomers is focused solely on the issue of indoctrinating children, exposing them to sex. If it was called, you know, Catholics Against Groomers, that would be focused on that issue. But it's a specific issue. Not every organization can focus on every issue, but their uh, job is to expose a specific issue within a specific group. And granted, like you said, there are in France, there was in Ireland some horrific cases. And, you know, it's the job of the Pope and the Catholic Church to vigorously investigate that because it's disgusting for any person uh, whether a clergy member or not to abuse a child is absolutely wrong and it should be investigated to the full and every single victim It just deserves seems to justice. me a little disingenuous when you're going to point, let's say, you've got the whole hotel, a whole building, it's on fire, but, you know, across, but in the backyard, there's like a doghouse that's on fire. There's no dog in it, by the way. It's just a small structure. And you're telling the fire department, we need to put out the doghouse fire. Don't worry about the fucking massive apartment building that's on fire. Let's put out the doghouse. To me, that seems like you're focused on the wrong thing. What's the point of focusing on the doghouse when the, you know, the whole building is on fire, right? Well, no, I mean, I talk up on my Twitter about all forms of abuse. If there's somebody that abuses a kid, you know, if it's a news story, I do share on that. So, <laughs> but I'm just saying the specific organization Gays Against Screamers focuses on a specific subject. But you're right, all forms of abuse are incredibly wrong and they should also get uh, light shed on them, 100%. Are you interested in uh, firearm deaths of kids? Because that's the leading death, actually, of kids in America today. Yeah, that's absolutely horrific. What we, what we see every day with schools being shut up, it's absolutely horrifying.
Right. But somehow the drag children, shows. No, children are, should be, you know, Ethan, we're on the same page. I just children don't understand why the drag show is more pertinent because you're doing a tour, right? You're doing all the right wings. You even wrote a book for Pete's sake called Gender Madness. Why is this topic um, so important when we're talking about protecting kids and there's just these incredibly more pertinent issues, uh, you know, firearm deaths? the leading cause of death in kids, and you're talking about an organization with 15 to 20% of sexual predators, by my estimate. I just don't understand the focus on the drag show. Don't you think that the conservative movement is overly focused on transgender issues? Uh, well, I mean, there's, there's, uh, you've just highlighted there are so many different issues in the world. And, you know, I'm trying to focus on one specific issue that we have seen a rise in the last few years, uh, a very shocking rise you know but equally the issue of kids in schools that is horrific every kid should be protected and safe going to a school just like if a kid is at a church they should be protected no child should be uh getting abused but you know i'm specifically focused on one subject right now because you know i've struggled with gender ideology i've seen the trend this is my but area it's like the whole right-winged uh apparatus is focused on that isn't that odd i mean it just seems odd that the entire right-wing apparatus is focused on trans issues do you find that odd why are they all so focused on trans issues well i mean they talk about a lot of other issues as well but what's happening at the moment is there is a lot that, of um right they talk about a lot of issues but i think we can all agree that that is a. Uh, that's kind of the most pertinent it, for them right even in it, polls it's a very yeah even in polls people say uh, trans trans issues is the most important to them of conservatives why is that? Well, I mean, I mean, correct, because it is a very um, big subject right now, because we're seeing, you know, every day these um, news stories of, of children with horrific um, stories at gender clinics. We're seeing, you know, drag queens, uh, not all drag queens, like I said, but we're seeing drag shows where they're doing very sexually explicit things. And it's become a real recent phenomenon in the last few years, and it's rising every day. So the reason conservatives speak up is because it's a rising issue. They're trying to counter it before it gets even more out of hand, because, you know, we're seeing some very sad things. Uh, the Nashville police still haven't released the manifesto, but when uh, Audrey Hale initially shot up that school, they said that uh, gender the person's gender ideology may have played a role. They believe there was... Oh, but um, that's silly. Because, I mean, that. a lot of the... Well, have I mentioned <laughs> that you're selling a lunchbox with a trans woman on it? I don't think you mentioned it, Ethan. No, I don't think you said it at all, actually. Okay. So how do you just... If I haven't mentioned it... How do you justify this? I've already gone through it. Oh, we have talked about it. Okay. Okay. I'm just curious. Let me look at the photos. I mean, this is definitely for kids. It's pretty small. It can't even fit like a little bread in it, barely. And like, look how, <laughs> I mean, these blueberries look monstrous next to that. That's certainly for kids, right? <laughs> yeah. It's too small it's for just an a adult. What's that? No, it's for anyone. Anyone that likes K-pop. For anyone that likes K-pop. But grown-ups, I mean, my God, what are they eating for lunch? Five blueberries? No, I, I would buy that because it's cute, you know. Oh, okay. as a, I think grown-ups like that. Wait, you would buy a lunchbox with a trans woman on it? Why would you do that? It's a K-pop. It's an image of a K-pop. I would buy it because it's cute. You know, I like K-pop stuff. I love Korean culture. It's, it's a cute K-pop lunchbox. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But clearly, you're not going to be buying it. I, well, just because I don't want to support you financially, like I said. Thanks. Have you seen uh, Bella Delphine's new merch, uh, interestingly? 
uh, it looks quite similar to uh, what you're selling. <laughs> That's obviously you've just photoshopped <laughs> that. Oh wait, how dare you accuse me of that? Excuse me, Ollie. Kind of I'll obvious. let you know that's defamation. Kind of obvious because it says think, Ollie's squad. Do you think the New Testament is a uh, child appropriate? Yeah, there's a great teachings in the Bible yeah. that it's all about kindness and, and Roman, loving thy neighbor. And uh, Roman uh, one twenty six to twenty seven. For this reason, God gave them up to dishonorable passions. For their women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature, and the men likewise gave up natural relations with women. And were consumed with passion for one another, men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. Why is it that you feel entitled to be gay when it clearly states well, like I said, that, that like is, I, that is um, a, Ethan, like I said, sorry, like I said earlier, this book was written you know a long time ago where um, ideologies were different. And Holly, you can't come interpret. on, we can't play that game where you pick and choose Ethan, the ones you, you like. That's silly. You can't interpret every single line. And take it as gospel. You have to choose the the bits that are relevant to modern society and that are relevant. Well, what's to the point of doing the whole God's kindness. word thing if you're just going to pick the ones you like? I thought God's word was infallible. You can't be like, "Yo, God, I love you, and you're infallible and all," but this one, it's a little outdated. That doesn't you know, make a lot of sense like, to me. Ethan, just like with other textbooks from religions like the Quran, people interpret it differently. <laughs> Timothy uh, one nine through one ten says. Understanding this, the law is not laid down for the just, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and sinners, for the unholy and profane, and for those who strike their father and mothers, for murderers, the sexually immoral, men who practice homosexuality, enslavers, liars, perjurers, and whatever else is contrary to sound doctrine. What about Corinthians 6.9? Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. There's a lot of lines that speak against homosexuality, but not a lot of lines that speak against transgender. So why is it that... Transgender, uh, you should be more concerned about the fact that you are uh, a homosexual. That seems to be a great sin. Well, again, like I told you, you don't have to interpret every single thing but there's from a the lot. Bible. Because, there's like a lot of anti-gay lines. This was written in a time society. Okay, let me ask you this then. So what's you can't the interpret what's the every difference? single word, but you can choose parts of the Bible that are relevant to you and the modern society and learn from them, like kindness, which is a very important message. Do you think it's kind to tell a suicidal child that they can't transition? Did he bail, or is that us? Uh oh, is that us? Uh, checking. I don't think he bailed. Uh, a homosexual. Hmm. Do we have internet? Yes. Are we live? I hope so. Uh, he's still, he's still in the Zoom. But are we? I mean, our internet works, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he just disconnected. Oh, so he's he's gone. Was he? Over I'm here? back. Uh, oh, you're back. Okay, the, good. Thank you. Yeah, Ollie. the the Wi-Fi's gone, but I do have to go soon, Ethan, because it's. Let quite me ask you this. I understand. Thank you for spending so much time with us. 
You're welcome. You say you learned to be kind in the Bible. Do you believe it's kind to tell a suicidal a child that they can't transition? No, but I think adults have a responsibility to help that child's mental health support. So whether that's therapy sessions if a child or counseling. Is, if a child is suicidal, do you believe it's okay for them to transition? Well, the, the problem with what you're saying is that's the argument that many gender clinics use to coerce parents to transition their kids. But you actually have to treat the real issues, which is maybe the kid is suffering from depression or they have struggles with other what do you mental mean the health real issues. issues no, but, but th this is a real issue. Kids are suicidal because of their gender dysphoria. I mean, that's a real issue. But Ethan, what I'm trying to say is if you put a vulnerable kid that's already struggling with a mental health on very high doses of hormones or puberty blockers, well, no, no, no. that is only... No, th th that's, that, that's after they issues. decide. Uh, that's after they decide. This kid is, is suicidal. The only way to save their life, as you hear from a lot of people, is to uh, help them transition. What is wrong with that? No, correct. You hear that a lot, but you, has it ever happened? Has a child transitioning ever saved a child's life? Well, you need to address the mental health issues. If a kid is has it ever that saved way, a child's life? Uh, transitioning, yeah, yes. Of course, there will be cases where. So, if it saved happy. even one child's life, then where do you get off preventing this from happening? You say one child's all that matters. If you can admit to me that a child transitioning saved their life, even one of them, why would you support a movement that outlaws it? You support because legislation these, that makes it illegal. Why is that? Because firstly, these are kids. They cannot consent to this. They do but not save understand their the long-term consequences. But you don't look at what happens later down the line, even you like said, six uh, years uh, down Ollie, the line. We got to stick on this point. You said that transitioning has saved a child's life. Let's no, forget I'm, about I'm all the other static. Let's forget about all the other static. Why is it that you would want to outlaw uh, a, a, a medical procedure that saved a child's life? That's because not kind, is it? No, you have to support the kid's mental health, but you cannot put them on hormones. Do you believe that it should be illegal? Surgery. Do you believe that it should be illegal for kids to transition? I believe for medical transitions, it should be 18 plus, yes. Even if the kid is going to kill himself, as you admitted, the kid, it saved the child's life. You said that. So so you believe I'm this kid should kill themselves rather than transition? Absolutely not. Don't try to put words in my mouth. Uh, well, kids just, need mental okay. health. No, hey, I'm not trying to put any words in your mouth. I'm just trying to reconcile. You are saying, on one hand, that transitioning saved the kid's life, and also saying that transitioning shouldn't be allowed until they're 18 plus. So this child saying, has no recourse other than to kill themselves in this hypothetical well, situation we've created. In this hypothetical situation, instead of that, actually take the kids um, to somewhere that's a safe place where they can be surrounded by friends. Right, they do that. People. But again, I don't want to focus on the static because this is a real situation. And let's say, even if it's just one kid, again, let's, let's stay focused here, Ali. One kid saved his life. You're telling that kid you cannot get that procedure. That's correct? I'm saying that kids can't consent to this. Kids need better mental health support, so there should be a focus on 18 mental plus. health You're saying this kid cannot get the procedure transition. that saved his life. That's what you're I'm saying. saying that it should, I'm saying that 18 plus for all procedures on kids because kids cannot consent, so they need mental health support instead. Well, kid, Right. So the kid would kill himself. No, you give the kids. But then why did you say that it saves them. kids' lives, Ollie? Don't you understand? You're I'm, not making you sense. Are, 
I'm saying that there will be some kids that may feel better and feel like their life no, is no, no, safe no, no, after no. that. But they, you agreed with me, Ollie, just a few minutes ago that transitioning has saved kids' lives. Oh, like like anything in life, it can save lives, but also a lot of people... Like anything in life? What does that mean? What no, a lot of people will become suicidal later down the line because their body is completely messed up. Um, there you know, so yeah. many different issues with their health um, that they're not being informed about. So it's about 99% don't regret it. No, I'm just saying that it's informed consent. Kids can't consent. If well, a kid kids is feeling that way... Kids can't consent to anything. What are we doing? Correct. We're not allowing them to... Uh, kids can't consent to go to church. Kids can't consent to go to school. Kids can't consent to anything. We, we as parents, make the best decision we can for the welfare of the kid. Don't you agree? I mean, this whole idea of consent is kind of moot when you consider all the things kids do in their, li in their lives every day. Well, it's like a, a little kid that wants to be a dinosaur. Do you suddenly give him a surgery? Do you like think that wanting to be right. a dinosaur is, is uh, comparable to uh, gender dysphoria, which is a known medical condition? I'm saying that some kids... You said it's phases. like kids wanting to be dinosaurs, Ollie. I don't understand the comparison. Well, no, it is. It's like some kids change their mind about certain things. They're not mature enough to make these decisions. Do so you think wanting to be a dinosaur is comparable to uh, being a uh, trans? I'm saying if a 10-year-old kid dresses up as a dinosaur every day, they tell their dad they're a tyrannosaurus. Has that happened? Can you uh, cite that happening? I'm, you've been speaking about theoretical things. I'm speaking about... Well, no, 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 no. Well, we're talking about theoretical... transition a child? We're talking about theoretical situations, but they are real happening in the real world. There are kids whose lives are being saved because... And this is the small amount of kids who undergo it. Very small amount that do it under doctors supervision and panels and stuff that it's saving their lives this is happening okay people are not i don't as far as i know maybe you can correct me saying i'm a dinosaur i need to transition into a dinosaur no i'm saying yeah kids want different things they don't understand or comprehend. i notice you're saying i'm saying a lot you say things but you don't like to uh stay accountable to it you say no i'm saying this no i'm saying this no i'm saying this why won't you give me definitive answers well, I'm, I'm equating it. You know what? It is the same. If, if a child wants to be a dinosaur, you don't cut okay, off their okay, it's the same. body part. It's the it's same. The same as being, Gender, it's the same as medically transitioning okay. a child and giving them Good. surgery. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you said that. Gender dysmorphia is a known medical condition. Is there any literature about transitioning to be a dinosaur? Not that you know. <laughs> right. But you said it's the same. But clearly it's not, right? Because No, I'm equating I'm a, a kid. Is, is accepted I'm equating a kid. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm equating a kid identifying in a different way. You don't just suddenly say, if a kid feels a certain way, oh, we're going to do this operation, we're going to give you hormones. Kids of course that doesn't happen, Ollie. Like that that doesn't happen. Do it as an adult. That doesn't happen. You have a child who's experiencing gender dysmorphia so severe that they're going to kill themselves. Dysphoria, excuse me. They're undergoing panels and doctors and stuff. And this kid, we know, and this has happened, either we intervene or the child kills themselves. What's your decision? Most kids grow out of gender That's dysphoria. That's not what I so asked. Why can't you answer? Most kids no, do not grow out of gender dys, uh, dys, uh, dysmorphia. Not only 99... Oh, that's a small number of them, and 99% who get the operations uh, don't regret it. You have to answer this, Ollie. This is important. If well, there's a child 
that's going to kill itself unless it gets uh, gender affirming care. What is your decision? Let well, them a study, give them the give them the give them the treatment or not. No, you give them mental health support instead. You do not. No, 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 no. That's not what I am asking. Do if this kid is suicidal, which is a known phenomenon, this happens. Do you let them get the treatment or do you make them wait till they're 18? You give them other support instead. That's so they kill answer. themselves. No, they. How is no, that kind, that Dolly? How, how is it? How is that kind that you're letting children's kill themselves instead of letting them get gender affirming really life saving care which by the way happens only re irreversible gender care uh, gender surgeries and stuff only happens like 250 times a year no it doesn't it happens well you have no statistics to back that up well there's a clinic in oregon i can send you the statistics of there's a clinic in oregon that does at least 300 surgeries on kids a year so that's just one that's clinic. impossible six, that's not true there's 60 there's 60 clinics in the u.s that are pediatric oh, over years over years yes yeah, 60 kids. over years so but the, again no, there's 50 million kids in america ali that's not a lot but i'm saying there's 60 gender clinics that are performing these surgeries every single week across the country so look it up and let's see how say many let's say that of the thousand there's 10 kids who are going to kill themselves do we let them get this treatment or not again you give the kids mental you're, health support you're choosing for them to kill themselves ollie no i'm not don't yes, try to are. say that this, but this you are but subject. that's what you're saying ollie i'm not saying that, that is what I'm you're saying, saying. you're denying them life-saving gender-affirming care no, I'm saying give the kids mental no, health support. Yeah, you're, can, you're saying use this avenue that doesn't work, that's not going to work to prevent you from killing yourself. You're telling them right. you cannot have the antidote that's going to save your life. You can only do the therapy that I approve of. You can only do the therapy that I say is okay for you, Ollie. You went through this whole gender transition. Why do you deny people the journey that you yourself had? Because I had that journey as an adult, and even though I regret it, I was an adult. But kids cannot consent, so I'll say it again: kids, kids can't not consent to anything. Kids can't consent to this, anything. But Ethan, this is irreversible. We're not just no, it's about not. Something. Sometimes it's not. Most of the times, it is reversible. And no, and and when, you, when it's not reversible, it's done under extreme care, under doctor supervision. You want this kid to kill themselves, Ollie? How do you live with that? How do you betray the community, the trans community that you're a part of? You sold yourself out for some attention and some money, and you are, you, are, you are dooming kids to kill themselves. How do you live with that? Before it was cute, silly stuff about transracial and PTS and pop stuff, and it was just silly nonsense about uh, ra little racist stuff about Korean people having tiny penises. But now you're, you're actually delving into transphobic violent transphobia that is going to result in kids dying you're going to have to reckon with that ollie no absolutely not you're trying to paint me out as saying I'm this only i'm only saying say what you said no even kids I'm not can't consent that. to anything kids, kids cannot consent to irreversible can't. hormones or surgeries even. okay a kid they needs to get his leg removed because he has leg cancer should you be able to get the, the leg removed well, if he has a cancer, yes. But okay, I'm so what's the fucking can't... difference? He can't consent to have his leg removed. That's irreversible. 
well, many of these kids are being pushed into it. Many grow out of gender dysphoria. If you Google they, right but now, I'm telling you, kids kill themselves if they don't get this treatment. In the rare case that it's that severe, about 250 a year. Well, show me. Okay, pull up a pull up a case then. I'm sure we can do that. That's not a problem. Give me one second. Gender affirming care is mental health support, right? There are other ways, there are other in, ways of helping the, 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 the American Institute of Psychiatry and Kids Health Pediatrics, they all agree that the correct care for children with dysmorphia is gender-affirming care. Do you know more than Pediatrics Association and Psychiatrists Association? Yeah, because all of these you companies, do know they made $2.2 they made $2 billion uh, transitioning kids last year. So it's a multi-billion dollar industry with a lot of power. So, so people make money from it. So therefore, we shouldn't let kids save them their lives? No, you can provide kids. I'm, I'm not going to keep going on about this same thing. You can provide kids with the right mental health support that doesn't include putting them on harmful hormones that can cause irreversible issues. And when they You're right. Adults, we should make it free. <laughs> You're right. People shouldn't be charged for it. No, no. No, I'm just not going to keep going on about the same thing, Ethan. I'm good. I need to go anyway. It's quite late. Ollie, I want to tell you something. You really have sold your soul in this one. You know what I mean? Like before it was Ethan, cute I and innocent, but this soul. new one is you. really sick. And I mean, the Ethan. goals of you to sell a fucking lunch pail with a trans person on it while telling people that they're grooming kids. I mean, you're just a fucking hypocrite, dude. Ethan, you said some horrific comments about Ben Shapiro saying that he should be gassed I'm, like in the Holocaust. So you shouldn't be. I didn't say that. Say. I said, you, you, I'll tell you exactly what I said. And how dare you say such a. You, I don't, said, I don't you said that. About, I made a no, joke Ethan, that, he's, that he's, he's perpetuating anti-Semitism. And therefore, if there's another, you know, then I, then he can go, you know, and uh, I'd be but happy to, to I'd, I'd be happy to go right behind him. I am about. Jewish, though, so chill out. No, I know that. But I'm just saying it's not something to joke about. So, you know, when you're trying to criticize for me for certain things, so, you know, you've also said some things that are very harmful as well. Well, hold so on. Also take accountability. So, so you're admitting that what you say about trans people is offensive. No, I'm talking well, about how does it compare to what I said? Been harmful. I'm talking about my past behaviors, you know, have been harmful. I'm not I'm talking about your past behavior. I'm talking people. about what you're doing now that endangers children because you're trying to make a now quick I'm buck. Now, no, I'm helping people, Ethan. You're helping Tucker Carlson spread propaganda that's going to kill trans people. And you're selling a book called Gender Madness. After you, tra how long have you been a, a, how long have you been a man? How long have you been detransitioned? And you're writing a book already? It's been seven months. Seven <laughs> months, I was, Ollie? I mean, you were trans I, for years. How are you going to spend seven months as a man and then presume to tell people how to live their lives? That doesn't even make sense, Ollie. How dare you? Uh, seven months? That's not, that's not enough time to give me an informed decision about what it means to transition. Especially when you lived as a trans person for so long. Yeah, but the book is about my how I got to where I was, what led me to that, and how people struggle with different identities. It's actually a self-help book, so it's very positive, empowering about different ways people can help themselves. Gender madness. Here's your best friend, Jamie Mitchell, 
who's the founder of uh, Gays Against Groomers, uh, saying uh, supporting. Um, well, here, just What's watch. What's happening now would make you know. I think Joseph Mengele, uh, I believe that was his name. You know, the Nazi doctor. Um, he, you know, this puts him to shame. They are. Do you believe that's an appropriate analogy? Well, uh, Joseph Mengele tortured and uh, performed medical, horrific medical procedures on kids. You know, what Jewish they're doing kids today. The he, Holocaust. he also uh, he also committed it's, a genocide against trans people, by the way. He committed a genocide against trans people as well. He killed well, if jokes about the people. Holocaust are off the limit, Dolly, let's be consistent. They are basically using an entire generation of children as lab rats for this sick ideology. Um, and she sounds their like him right now. Like any of you know, yeah, even like any abuse of kids, and an, and any experimentation on kids is wrong. Um, and a threat to that. You've been very open about, you know, your conservative voice as well. Is it is it hard to be, uh, you know, to have a conservative voice now? Uh, yeah, I mean, I am personally conservative. I've actually had an online presence as the gay who's straight on Instagram primarily for over six years, um, and we. Do you believe that doctors are performing Nazi-like uh, experiments on trans kids? Doctors are, are experimenting on kids. To what and, end? You know, what is the experiment? Any medical mutilation on kids is bad. And you know, the experiment the underlies a, a thesis. What is their thesis? I'm saying there's no long-term data on how does this affect Yes, there is. 99% don't regret line. it. How does this affect a kid 20 years down the line? Because They're we happy. 99% are happy. We see issues 27 studies. Look at the study by Dr. Bradley Canadian. She was the pioneer for uh, performing these gender affirming cares on kids. What if I told you Dr. Bradley was a quack? Well, uh, they're all quacks. Anyone that oh. experiments on kids in the first place is a quack. All right, Ollie. We're going to. Anyway, thank you for uh, uh, spending your time. I do appreciate you coming on. But no, it's good to talk. It was, it was, uh, it was something. But I, I, you know, uh, I do think that since God created, no, Ethan, I get, God created I get trans people, saying. you know what I mean? And uh, when, when uh, you know, kingdom come, you're going to have to answer for what you're doing. This is not kindness. Jesus Look, does not hate uh, trans kids. Jesus doesn't hate anyone. But, you know, what I've been saying throughout the interview, and, you know, we've, we've spoke about this already, is it's. I'm simply speaking up about we shouldn't do this to kids. I know you're trying to make the argument that this can lead to... It's not happening to kids, Ollie. It's 250 a year. It's not 250. Yes, it there is. Are thousands, thousands you're just making that up. That's bullshit. No, you can look on Google. People I've looked up every single thing you've said. I fact-checked every single thing you said. It's all propaganda. It's all lies. But look at I've Dr. systematically dis dismantled every single point you have. But you can look at Dr. Gallagher in Miami and see how many operations she does on kids. That's just one clinic. There are 60 clinics plus that are doing this. So imagine every single clinic added up. They're profiting from this. It's $70,000 they make from a girl. All right, Ollie London, who is uh, in favor of kids killing themselves. Thank you for calling. But that, it's not even funny to joke about things like that. Oh, I'm not, not joking, nice. my friends. Ethan, I've been talking about mental health support. That's the real issue here. We need to help people with their struggles and not be putting them on medication, you know. Uh, Ollie it's, London, it's who's in anyway, favor of kids uh, killing themselves. Ethan, Ethan, not cool. Right, anyway, thank you for well, your time Well, today. it is not cool, um, actually. That's putting it mildly. 
It's actually demonic. No, it's not, it's not cool that you're trying to say that I'm pro for but that. That's you're literally what you're doing. It's what day. you've said, my friend. No, it's not. It's about, I've been saying about we need to give mental health support instead of putting all of these kids on Gender affirmation anyway, is mental health support. We'll agree to disagree and um, good luck. Okay, you're a demon. Have a, have a good night. Wow. Well done. Well done. I don't know. I don't know if we got anywhere with him because... We didn't get anywhere with him, but... Because he's like... He's pretty slippery, you know? He's smarter or more prepared, I would say. He's like media trained, unlike Sebastian or... Mm-hmm. Or, uh, or, uh, have, have a good night. Or, have a good night guy. Yeah. The Nexium dude. <laughs> have a yeah. good night guy, yeah. Because he's, he's got this media training that they're slippery, but the man is selling a fucking lunchbox with a trans <laughs> the person way, on it. The way he's with sidestepping. You can bring the chat back. Absolutely no. crazy. Okay, I'm going to turn the chat back on. Y'all, y'all are free. Uh, one second. Bye I don't know. Save. I tried, but. You tried. You tried, but. He's too invested. I mean, he like you said, he's he, he's in he's in that world now. He's on that circuit. He's on going on OAN and Newsmax and all this shit. Tucker Carlson. He's selling a book. It's it's he's in way too deep. But I will tell you, I don't know if it would ever get to them. But there were quite a few sound bites in there that his new friends that's, would not appreciate. That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, does, do your new friends know all this stuff about you, Ollie? I mean, Tucker Carlson would, would be really interested to know that you're selling lunchboxes with a trans... Even just something as simple as, uh, oh, the Bible, it's okay, it, it, it's old, and it's okay to reinterpret it for modern times. I mean, evangelicals, the, I mean, we're talking about fundamentalists here. They believe They're not in pro-gay. infallibility of the no. Bible. It's, that's yeah, we don't, we don't mess with that. that. That's God's word. And a news ma- that's God's word, y'all. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you hit it the nail on the head with it. He will do anything and say anything to be fake. Yeah, pretty much. that is what it comes down to. Um, Bad. it's he's spewing this hatred, this dog shit, this bullshit, just in the name of fame. Yeah, you know? for a I, drip of clout. I hope that my hope in this was that we can at least damage his reputation with his new friends. I. I kind of feel like it might be... go the other way. You might have just alley-ooped him a little bit with his friends, I feel like. I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, he has the same points that he repeats time after time. I feel like now he has some other shit to talk about. Yeah, maybe. You think I alley-ooped It just depends him? on how it's uh, selectively edited, you know? Right. <laughs> Hassan's chat was loving you. They were very impressed. I mean, like... Dude, you're Son actually chimed in. He sent a message in the middle of that asking us to pull up the bad Bible stories, but you had already asked us to do it. And we were, he had the same thought of like, hit him, it's just hit him not with a, the uh, crazy not, ass uh, Bible quotes. It's just not safe for kids, the New Testament. <laughs> really not. It's grooming as shit. Yeah. Oh, here. Oh, I wish I saw this before, but here's a clip of him. Who's Ollie London? He's called Ollie. That one. This man has a compilation of people saying his name that he uploaded himself on his fucking YouTube channel. Including you. The only Ollie Lund. Ollie London, an influencer and pop superstar. Ollie I don't I know it's not related, but this is the strangest looking man I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. 
I thought it was edited. It's Mark Meats. He's just British. Ollie London joins He's us tonight. Just... Ollie London. Ollie London. Ollie London. Ollie London. Ollie London. Talking about groomers and putting James Charles in your compilation. Ollie London. 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 It's Korean. Ollie London. Ollie London. That's Ollie. I love his music. 18 surgery. It's true. This man is just only cares about people saying his name. Only London. London. I'm glad he got me in the MAGA cap. <laughs> At least I get to represent the good old boys out here in America. Ali Ali Oxenfree. The man is just, he's such a, in preparation for this, again, like we all know about Ali. But watching what he's doing on these conservative talk shows makes me really loathe him. It's just despicable what he's doing and the yeah, things I mean, it, he's saying. We've known about him for years, obviously, uh, with all of his viral Korean stuff. And, you know, he was a lol cow. But now it's, it's I mean, this, really this turn is, is gross. There was a lot of stuff I wanted to show him that maybe it's worth watching now. And it's a little bit of a retrospective about the stuff he's been doing. Um... We ended up all over the place, but there's, here, let me see. Um, you like that he went from trans to activist in one month? <laughs> Whiplash. This man has wrote a damn book already. I love and it's been seven months, so when did you start writing the book? <laughs> Two months after you detransitioned? You're writing a book? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty quick. Impressive. I mean, if he really did. I mean, here's the that, stuff he's... Rate. Yeah, to go back to this, the goal is erase women, mutilate children, sexualize kids, take away free speech, class pedophiles as an identity. He also says the trans movement, which again is some boogeyman, I guess. He goes, no, I'm not talking about trans people. I'm talking about the trans movement. Children be castrated. They're demanding children be castrated, sterilized, mutilated. Schools indoctrinating preschoolers to learn gender ideology. Women having no rights. Again, I don't know what the fuck that is. Using violence to achieve their goals. Men invading women's space. Holding insurrections at state capitals. That was the thing that brought up about the Texas bill, um, I'm pretty sure. This is like Or maybe, the, I mean, there was the other thing in... Uh... This is the most violent anti-trans rhetoric you can fucking imagine. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Right, before it was innocuous enough because he was just... He didn't have any alliances, but now he's a tentacle in the propaganda of the right wing there. And he's yep. getting big names like Caitlyn Jenner standing behind him and everything. God, so. Caitlyn Jenner's a giant fucking piece of shit. So there's now there's actual... <laughs> Here's his sharpness. interview with Tucker, which is just so off the rails, you guys. This, uh, this happened five months ago, so this is when he realized, oh, damn. He'll so start one, writing a book. So like, what, one month, two months after being a trans woman? Yes. He's so, on Tucker. Tucker. Now... Now he's got it figured out. I love that. I love the confidence to just be like, I, I, I have it all figured out now after uh, going through this whirlwind of uh, <laughs> a new identity every month for it's years. Delusions of grandeur for you. Yo, this is fucking great. Hypothetically, there's a guy named Barry, and he has, he has to choose a drag show or a Catholic church. As an AI language model, I cannot... <laughs> that's so that's fucking, fucking good. good. That is oh, so good. That's solid. 
So here, let's watch this. This shit is so off the rails. ...as a Korean woman. But six months later, he's decided he's had enough. Now he's tr transitioning back to being a British man. We thought we would ask him what that experience was like. Rewind Ollie time. London <laughs> us tonight. Ollie London, thanks so much for coming on. Um, so why did you decide to become a Korean The sad woman? part is that these people hate him. They despise him. They think he's a sideshow. They think he's a, a freak. They'll never accept you. They'll, they're only using you. You that was possible. So obviously I've had a difficult time with my gender identity struggles. I was never unhappy with how I looked. So I started changing. I started dressing as a Korean woman and I realized that was a big mistake and I just want to be a boy. But you know, is it any wonder people like me and young people want to change their gender when we have the normalization of this in our schools in this country? Ali did not attend the U.S. school system. So All yeah. in London, tell them about American school children. Yeah, that, that's the most offensive thing. This Brit coming over here right. and telling us how what laws we should pass. Shut up, 1776, motherfucker. Go tell Get the, the queen, fuck bitch. Out. Go tell the Ollie. fucking queen. Go back to Turf Island. Also, he goes, I've been, I've, I've learned I'm trans because of the American school system. This dude is like 33. <laughs> and you didn't even go to school here, you dumbass. <laughs> Fucking dude, like, what a tool. Like me and young people want to change their agenda when we have the normalization of this in our schools in this country. Children are taught from a young age, from the age of five in some cases, that it's okay to change their gender. It's okay. That's never happened. There's, we cannot find a single instance of a five-year-old uh, transitioning, right? I mean, it just doesn't exist. Medically? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, definitely It doesn't not. exist. Okay to, you know, wear a skirt. It's okay for a boy to use a gender neutral toilet when it puts girls at risk. This Why is a new I, norm. I wish I watched this with him. Why does it put girls at risk? Schools are five year old boy in a dress is going to assault a woman in the woman's bathroom. Is that your. About toxic masculinity that eroding the alpha male. The alpha oh, I should have watched this with him. Straight male has been eroded. You know, Tucker, what happened years ago when kids used to go to school, they used to idolize Superman and astronauts. Now kids are being pushed this radical ideology. They're taught to idolize weak men like Harry Styles. Oh, I wish I watched this before. <laughs> God damn it. Because uh, this is like, he was uh, trying to squirm his way out of all the, like, the right-wing talking points. Like, he would, just wouldn't be nailed down. But here he's just saying it all, so... Like, what's weak about Harry Styles exactly? What makes him a weak man, Ollie? Because he wore a dress. Don't you? Okay. What about wearing a dress makes you weak? He ain't selling Superman lunchboxes, too, that's for sure. He ain't, he ain't no strong man buying that lunchbox. Mm-mm politicians like Beto O'Rourke. Why is this happening, you know? And is it any wonder people like me fall victim to this? Uh, Antelope says, first time donating, I'm a 17-year-old uh, trans person. I came out at 11 in the UK and I've been waiting for six years to access gender-affirming care. All that time I've been in and out of mental health facilities. Trans care isn't accessible. Well, that's the way it should be, according to Ollie London. Right, and that was, uh, I don't think we were able to come back to it um but i was reading up after they brought up the clinic that's being shut down in the uk 
yeah. is being shut down because they were doing such a bad job at providing the care. They needed more. And like you, and like you said, right, yeah. there's multiple facilities that are uh, opening, it said this spring, so I imagine very They weren't soon. serving enough people. It wasn't meeting the public's demand, so right. they had to expand. Exactly. So, wasn't really the best choice. An example. And like Harry Styles, weak This man said to me, Project Veritas with a straight face. I mean, right at... He goes, oh no, James, James O'Queef isn't, isn't involved. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, he was like two months ago. Yeah, exactly, like as of like two months ago. Oh, we don't associate with James O'Queef. <laughs> like Beto O'Rourke. Why is this happening, you know? And is it any wonder people like me fall victim to this, that I had all this surgery, I tried to change, because, you know, I, I kind of fell victim to this mentality. I'm an adult, but you know, these kids can't make these decisions on their own. They're kids cannot make any decisions on their own. You know? Kids cannot make any decision on their own. I mean, if you want to talk about, if you want, if you really care about that, talk about circumcision or something. I mean, I'm circumcised. I, I have That's no real genocide. regrets, but like, <laughs> I mean, but like, it's more relevant because if you think about like the kid boys undergoing a surgery to modify their mass penis, genital mutilation on an industrial scale. Let's take a little off the top. I mean, at least it's uh, <laughs> more acclimated, just a little off the top to make it look nicer. That's what <laughs> South Park said, right? Yeah, right. I go back to my moil, you know, once a year just to clean it up. <laughs> oh, this is funny. I felt Korean. I felt trans. I felt Christian. <laughs> From chat. That's good. Um, I felt gay. Yeah, and again, it's like, well, can a child get a leg amputated if it has cancer? They can't consent to that. He goes, no, they can do that. Like they they can do that. Ay, ay, ay they're being pushed this radical agenda and i'm grateful that i've come out the other side i'm grateful i found god but you know i want to speak up for these kids that are confused with their gender a lot of kids have gender dysphoria and you know that wasn't a thing 20 years ago tucker by the way i love how they're rolling the look at this freak reel right of course <laughs> yeah. this this is how they <laughs> feel about you bro you're a freak to them no a shame. useful idiot no shame at all you're nothing but a useful idiot I had all this surgery, I tried to change because, you know, I, I kind of fell victim to this mentality. I'm an adult, but, you know, these kids can't make these decisions on their own. They're, be they're being pushed this radical agenda, and I'm grateful that I've come out the other side. I'm grateful I found God, but, you know, I want to speak up for these kids that are confused with their gender. A lot of kids have gender dysphoria, and, you know, that wasn't a thing 20 years ago, Tucker. This is what's being taught. Yes, it was. I wish I watched this with him. 20 years ago is when he had gender dysphoria. <laughs> He's 33. No, that doesn't work either. It doesn't work either. In the school system. May I ask you a question? And I'm not mocking you at all. Sincere question. Did it make you happier? Did you feel when you, quote, transitioned and started living as something that you weren't? Did you feel like you were that thing? And were you at peace inside? You know, I've never really found happiness until recently. Um, so I was always struggling with my looks, as most kids do, especially. I've yeah, he goes, I thought I was truly happy, but I wasn't. But now I am truly happy. Right. I've been and I've been truly happy for two months.
the teenager between, you know, the age of 11 to 13, kids change, and kids start to question themselves. They start to question their looks, their identity. They have self-esteem issues. This is normal. I used to really hate the way I looked, so I thought having all this surgery, trying to become a girl, dressing as a girl, trying to be more feminine. Self-esteem and I gender dysphoria are two completely different beasts. Like, you can have gender dysphoria and not necessarily hate everything about like your face and what you want like having low self-esteem is not feeling that you were born in the wrong body being born in the wrong body can result in low self-esteem but that's the root of that issue low self-esteem can't be cured i mean gender dysphoria can't be cured by just saying like you can feel better your haircut yeah. you know they reduce it to that because Republicans understand that and it's easy for them to be like, oh yeah, I used to be insecure too, but I'm not a bitch like you are. Literally. You know? Dan, are you arguing with people? I see you laughing and typing away. Somebody said they wish we were more prepared. And I said, <laughs> more prepared? We, what were we not prepared Bro, for? We debunked we were, every single point we that were, he made. I was in the, we were all in the trenches yesterday. Oh my God. Wait, I'm just, that's crazy. I'm sniping these people. Bye-bye. What do you mean more prepared? Bye-bye. I mean, I tried my best for Christ's sake. No, you're for real, and it's like, listen, yeah, none of us. He, he's so slippery. He's such a coward because when you see him on Tucker, he's like this, 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 this. But when I ask him about it here, he goes, "What I'm saying is this." Yeah. Slippery, eh? Thought that would make me happy. I realized that was a big mistake, and I feel like you know, if I was born 40 years ago, I wouldn't have done this. It's what the woke culture is pushing these days. Oh, what right. we see on TikTok, it's the new normal, and this is so. Oh, I forgot to ask him to define what woke is. Woke moralists. Too bad. Holly London. That's what you guys keep doing. Holly London. Holly <laughs> London. Teach them about, about American schools. Holly London from the Peaky Protect Blinders. Them. I'm just trying to look like my good pal Jimmy Salville. Holly <laughs> London. That's right. Jimmy will fix it. <laughs> Jimmy was a good man. <laughs> Holy shit. It's coming home, Holly. It's coming home. <laughs> All right. We've been going for three hours. But I will say that, uh, I mean, shit, he, he was on there for a while, eh? Yeah, no, he was like an hour and a half. In a box. Lunchbox. I mean, I... I I feel like I wish I asked him what woke means. I wish maybe that we watched this Tucker interview with him, but I feel like the merch thing was pretty wild. I think people, like, if you think we were missing something, realize, like, we have, like, a 40-page doc on this guy, and we didn't get... Dossier. To, yeah, <laughs> we didn't get to all of it, because, I mean... I feel we hit the certain, good stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we talked on the main points. I, I don't know. And the fact of the matter is, he's so clout-hungry, I'm sure he'd be back someday if he wants. Yeah. I don't know if you'd have him, but am I crazy or is that lunch? Am I crazy or is that lunchbox thing? No, you totally psychotic. Like, yeah, he goes, no, it's a K-pop person who's trans. <laughs> I was going back and forth listening to stuff. I don't know if you brought up that the product description says that it's for school. It mentions school though. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I didn't mention that. Can you pull it up? Where is it? Yeah, um, lunchtime. He's definitely gonna remove it and forget it was over there. He's like, "There's nothing wrong with it." Okay, let me remove this real fast. Let's see. We got the screenshots. Ollie Squad, where my, where my Ollie, Ollie Squad at? Here, I got it, Av. You have to scroll down to product description. Oh, right there. The best moment of school day. 
<laughs> it's just a K-pop cartoon. The best <laughs> moment at recess? Breakfast time, of course. In this food-safe box, your sandwich will remain fresh for many hours. The lunchbox fits in every bag, whether it's a satchel, a gym bag, or a backpack. Available in a variety of colors. Tip hand wash will make the print last even longer. You know what? And he's right. That lunchbox is cute. But it totally goes against everything he stands for. Straight grooming, bro. Well, now, this week. Stanford yeah, this week year. it goes against what he stands for. Not, yeah. not last week. <laughs> it's perfect for Lunch me beans on toast. <laughs> you put your By the way, on toast in there. <laughs> bro, I knew he was going to try to say, oh, that's not... That's not a trans person. I knew he was going to do that. It's just a random person. And I literally prepared this screenshot yeah, you, you, just for that. I'm like, this man. is you wearing the shirt of you. This is you. And saying it's a K-pop star. It's like, it's just who's a trans? K-pop star. Like, what the fuck? Oh, oh, he responded on Twitter. Uh-oh, Ali London. Here we go. Wait, I thought you were busy, Ali. What the fuck? Come back. You had a lot to do. Let's see what Ali's saying. Ooh. Oh wow, he just had a whole ass write up. Tonight I did a, a far left? This is the longest okay, Ethan, we've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> far left? I've never been called far left before. Just because I don't want trans Radical kids socials. to die. Tonight I did an interview on far left issue. Everybody go ratio him. Because I believe in the importance of educating people about what's going on in regards to the gender affirming care industry, even if they are pro gender affirming care. Out of all the interviews I've ever done, this was the rudest and most unprofessional. Yeah, I mean, all the interviews you do is people just not questioning yeah. a single thing. People that completely agree with you. This time, I actually uh, fact-checked everything you said. The whole time I was interrupted, yes, because you're just rambling. This is what I do when I talk to people like you, because you're just rambling fucking canned responses. I want to talk to you as a human being. When I notice that you're just rambling on, Ollie's watching, I know. When I notice that you're just rambling on a canned response... I'm gonna cut you off, because I don't want to hear that. I want to hear what you really fucking think. Let me think about it. Hold on. But thank you for saying that. I take that as a compliment. Rude and unprofessional. <laughs> thank you. The whole time I was interrupted while the host tried to twist words in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Saying that because I am against children being medically transitioned, that I support child suicide. I feel like I... I feel like that wasn't really putting words in his mouth. I mean, it was a little bit, but he refused to accept uh, the reality of what he's uh, against. For not affirming their gender identity, blaming me for children killing themselves, and then ending the interview calling me a demon. <laughs> Absolutely below the belt interviewer who desperately tried to twist my words for clickbait and views. I believe in the importance of respecting others uh, despite their opinions and belief. I'm just going to comment. Oh, this is like a throwaway, right? I comment. already commented. From I'm just going to say L L's. ratio. <laughs> L ratio. Love hit I him. I did that. Love hit him with the uh, the <laughs> ultra ratio. Huh? Yeah, I already got. Him. I just sent him the the meme of <clears throat> Jimmy Lee and Walter Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I just said rub a lamp. That's all I rub said. a lamp. L plus ratio as well. The ratio already hit. It already hit. Oh, it hit hard. Yeah, it already hit. <laughs> then now. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry, Dude, that's, bro. I, I fucking love that, AB. <laughs> it took me forever to find nice that this guys. morning, so I'm going to be <laughs> using the shit out of it. My favorite part was the live fact check on the study. That he goes, oh, well, studies lie. Why'd you send me a study then? 
He couldn't decide what he felt about. The, uh, yeah, and then when the, he said the study he, concludes, he asked. He cited a specific study. We immediately found the study. He agreed that that was the one that he was talking about, and then we lie? read the conclusion, and it was the complete opposite of what he was fucking saying. And then he goes, "No, if you read it." Oh no, if you read it, we're reading. Oh, it. why does it lie? This is the conclusion. This is what the author thought was important. Wild. Let me reply with this. Hold on, this is great. Early London. I'm such a sucker. Oh, Cody responded. Verified user. I think the verified user. Huh? The blue check mark is basically just a swastika. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, at this point. Ab, you hate Jews, man. Bro, you are you you detransitioned from a fucking blue checky like a week ago. Chill out. <laughs> I didn't detransition. They detransitioned. Not you. Not you. Zach did. Zach. Mine's still up, man. They won't take it away. I'm like a Nazi experiment. How they're keeping me transitioned into <laughs> a blue check mark against my will. He's known for being a dirty, sleazy interviewer. By who? Cody. <laughs> Good on you for having the courage to go on the show like that. I agree. I mean, I'm I'm glad that he came on. I, I do applaud. I do appreciate when people enter the uh, lion's den, so to speak. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. you were worried he was going to bail right away, and he stuck no, he's still the end. Well, I mean, he kind of did. He I mean, we we he had got, we he had fed up eventually, but we had reached the yeah. That was the end anyway. I was trying to heat it up to the point where either he was going to leave or right. Well, we got there. Lol, Ollie London can no longer talk about me. Forbidden topic. Only London, <laughs> Jimin'll fix it. I'm gonna kind of miss Dan randomly screaming that out in the office. <laughs> oh, it won't stop anytime soon. Only London, Only it's the right shambles. Hey, you guys, of yours, right shambles. Are you a Peaky Blinder? <laughs> I feel like this is like the Seinfeld, you know, where he goes like, Hello! Hello, right. Like, this is our version. Author fucking Shelby. I didn't get to propose my theory, which is that he actually is transracial, and Ollie London is not actually British, and that's a moniker just like uh, Arthur Knight. Mm. He's actually transracial to being British. From what? Rhode Island. He's from Rhode Island, Paris. like oh, the other guy. His yeah. name was Ollie Baltimore. Rhode Island before. Yeah. Because <laughs> Ollie London is such a, like, like that's like the ultimate British name, right? Kind of like I think Arthur so. Knight. Ollie London. Ollie London. I think Arthur Mr. Knight. <laughs> Ollie. Yeah, Ollie London. Ollie, uh, uh, fish and chips. <laughs> I don't know. Fish and chips London. <laughs> that sounds pretty good, fish and chips. Uh... It was. It is courageous in a sense to come on the show, but uh, I don't, again, I don't know how prepared he was. I'm assuming, I assumed that Ollie uh, knew more about me and what he was getting himself into than some well, he, of the other people. He dropped the Ben Shapiro joke on. Yeah, you. no, he he did his research. Sure. But it doesn't matter he, though. It doesn't matter for him because this is exposure. Yeah, and he could get his ass beat, and it doesn't matter. It's still exposure. Well, he'll be able to edit this up into something good. We deleted. Did he really delete it? Get erased. Wait, he erased his tweet. Oh, Come on, mine was doing take it so back. Only London. Pussy. Oh, then whoever said that, <coughs> you might have just got blocked. <laughs> He's blocking people. I mean, it's possible. It's still there. It's still there. Oh, Don't worry, Ollie. Up. You figure out how to make that a dub. Is Jamie Mitchell the person he was talking about? That's the 
the gay yeah, she responded one of the yeah one of the top comments proud of you for going on there myself and gag have yet to still be invited onto any more left leaning platforms oh LOL. that's the Maybe psycho someday. Christians against grooming yeah, or gays against grooming yeah. oh I'd love to talk to her you, you want to talk you want me to reach out yeah yeah tell her to come on okay for sure I'd love to talk to this fucking psycho demon. <laughs> Jamie Mitchell. Jamie Mitchell. Did she say so anyone's yet to invite me on their show? Come on the yeah, show. She said, myself and Gag have yet to still until... be invited onto any more left-leaning platforms. Oh, come on. We didn't know who you were until like an hour ago, so be fair. To Don't us. worry, girl. You're getting that invite. Jamie, come on. We are a coalition. I don't know if I can do round two of the same conversation so soon, though, to be Jamie honest. Jamie Gooch. Jamie Gooch. That's true. I think we kind of... Yeah, she you might not get, get an invite after all. Gooch. <coughs> Here's their website. Meet the team. So, so apparently they're all gay by, uh... Gay. They're all gay. Uh, gay. Gay. Uh, well... We, we, it sounds like Hassan is pretty familiar with this group. <laughs> Blair so. White is a member of, what a fucking piece of shit she is. <laughs> what a surprise. Um, yeah, it sounded like Hassan was pretty familiar, so, um, and I, without a doubt, I mean, he was watching the whole time, so I'm sure tomorrow we're gonna have, like, a follow-up on all this with him, and, uh, maybe he can shed some more light on this. Well, if she's group. willing to call in, that could be a fun, potentially, yeah. uh, collaborative conversation we could have. But I doubt she'll accept, because she's a coward. Howard. Jamie Mitchell. Fucking watch it. Fucking watch it. Fucking watch it. Do you want me to invite her for tomorrow? If she's willing, sure. I mean, we don't have to do if it's repeti repetitive. We'll just—it's just gonna be the same. We'll just shit. hang up. Yeah. Blair. The Blair Witch is the worst. I fucking hate her so much. She is such a piece of shit. And I called her out on my uh, personal channel and she just didn't respond. Just She's just oh, such yeah. a liar. What was it? Right, yeah. It was over some break, break. She made some really transphobic video. Uh -huh. And I called her out saying that she's lying about stats and data and she uh, did not respond to me. Why? Alright, we should well. wrap it up, unless we... Should we well, we should change the conversation, or the title now, right? And we can definitely change it. We should change it to, uh, Ethan destroys Ollie London with facts and logic. <laughs> Ooh, fire meme on the sub right now. I just posted it. I'm just spitting facts, you know? Do you like the reclaiming the... Uh, yo, the, metal, the Mortal Kombat meme. <laughs> oh, we're making our way. Oh, what's his fuck from Fresh and Fit? He's yeah, entry he's level. Liar. He should. That, that's that's the tutorial level, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Ollie was frankly, in terms of like debating, he's at least like pretty smart. He's intelligent. He's well spoken. And he, he knows how to wiggle, Regulate. and he knows when he's being trapped, 100%. and he knows when to avoid saying dumb shit. So, like in terms of the people I've talked to, he's like, I mean, he's a smart guy. Yeah, definitely. So, much better than the last two that we've had recently. Yeah, these guys were just fucking dumbasses. Like, actually, just like literally, just dumb. I don't really want to talk to Ben Shapiro because he's the ultimate of just evading. And what about him? Debate lord. Yeah, he's like a debate lord. It's pointless.
Funny meme, though. He didn't call me fat, Ollie. I would love to debate coconuts and Barbados. <laughs> My door is open to him anytime. Oh, no, no. Coconuts, you're divorced. I'm not divorced, though. <laughs> and also, you got to love this phone call, which he goes, it's taken out of context. In what way is this taken out of context? He goes, I do BLM for relevance. So it's basically, every time I do a music video, it's like... Is that what you're doing now? Not this time. If it's a million, it's a thousand pounds. You so. gave him yeah, an open door to explain. He wouldn't. I mean, it, I was willing, like, maybe it was. Just, yeah. It's just audio. That would be easy to manipulate. Yeah, so how how was it manipulated? And he yeah. just didn't, he said he was going to answer and he just kind of moved past it. So, I don't know. There Hassan, was so much going on. I wish I drilled him on this harder. What? Yeah. Hassan had the same commentary as us on this phone call. He's like, why the fuck is he breathing so hard? <laughs> that, was, he's that was my first thought. I think like, he, why is he out of breath? He must have just done a run or something, I imagine. Enough. And then also because I've been a lot on Twitter, there's been so many people talking about me on Twitter because I'm supporting the Black Lives Matter and protests and stuff. So I had 200,000 views on the video. You're not allowed to do that anymore since you're on Tucker, just so you know. Yeah. So because of that, as well, I'm getting <laughs> yeah. a lot of requests. So it's just, you know, I'm just staying relevant. Staying relevant. Uh, in the news, on TV and stuff, because, you know, the more exposure I have, you know, if I'm trending on Twitter or whatever, on TV, then the more cameos I more get. More cameos so, yeah. I get. That's the full context right there. That is pretty uh, illuminating uh, audio. <laughs> so there it is. Uh, there is it. There it is. So once oh, again, just <laughs> just once again to wrap it up, tomorrow, 12 o'clock, members are getting access to live tickets. And also the new Teddy Fresh drops coming out tomorrow. Yes, yes, yes. I'm very excited to wear that camp shirt. This is a great drop. I love so many good ideas. Oh, thank you guys. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, I agree. I'm really excited about this one. Sure, but there's a post on Instagram, but I don't know if it shows everything. Oh yeah, and members get a BTS uh, right after the show ends. Oh yeah. Going up as soon as we go up here. Assuming it Those overalls crosses. are insane. Yeah, the overalls are sick, and the yeah. sweater is so nice. Oh, this oh is the just sweater the that's like that? So, so excited. The details in the Love 3D it. is nuts. Early Linden! Linden! Hope that makes the next compilation of people saying his names. Right. <laughs> There's a whole lot of them there. Only London. <laughs> <laughs> you could do a whole cop. Chip, cheerio. <laughs> he needs to start with that one. God save the king, Only London. Right. Only London. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what a piece of shit, huh? <laughs> I mean, the lunchbox gotta go. Did he remove it yet? Not yet. No, it's making money. Come on, bro. That's not making money. I'll be buying that <laughs> shit. Come on. Let's go have lunch. It's grooming kids. Stop it. <laughs> That's definitely like a ego face, right? I mean, the tongue's out. I mean, I, yeah, the teeth, I think. A thousand percent. Is the tongue out is sexual. Yeah. You, you saw that Belle Delphine one, it's the exact same thing. Yeah. We need to make sure that his friends on the right see this. 
Because this is fucking disgusting grooming shit. You know? Oh, this is this is what I like. Because I've always had my mouth open like this. That was my favorite part by far. I was like, oh, you look so natural. That was the sweetest look moment. just like it. I wish this was clear because this would be perfect for the thumbnail. Oh, <laughs> I always well, have my mouth open. Well, it should be if you like... go. Or I guess maybe it wasn't. No, his connection yeah. was. Yeah. On Do you the like Wi-Fi. the title, uh, Ethan Destroys Ollie ah. London with Facts and Logic? That is the title. Do you like that or do you think it's like a dead meme? Uh, a... Nah, that meme is still popping. Yeah, I think it's fine. The facts and logic? Yeah. It'd be a hostile conversation with Ollie London. Yeah, I like a that better maybe. A rude, a rude and disrespectful conversation yeah. with Ollie London. <laughs> I like hostile better because... I wonder if YouTube put the kibosh on that phrase. Because I it was like... just so like... Uh, Destroys with facts and logic. That shit is still juicing all over YouTube. Is it really? It. You could also do like confronting. Confronting that's, that's Ollie a London. Banger. Yeah, mm. good. I like that. That's like that's my go-to on the highlights. Confronting Ollie London. Ethan confronts Ollie uh, London. Yeah. Ethan confronts. Or you like London. hostile? I guess confronts is pretty, pretty straight up. Yeah. If you look at these side by side. And there's no question about it. <laughs> Did you see it? <clears throat> he goes, I don't know what a uh, Higo face is. That was the biggest cap of the fucking century, dude. What the fuck? You tell me you never beat off to a Higo face? <laughs> you, Ollie London? <laughs> <laughs> well, what can you say? There it is. Uh, another... Interesting conversation here on the HV podcast, uh, featuring the great, the credible. That was actually the completely genuine. Years in the making, because uh, he had reached out to want to come on the podcast like three years ago or something. So people say facts and logic juices. I don't know if it still does. Like, let's see, facts, <laughs> facts and logic. Wrap it up. Have a good night. Uh, have a good night. Uh, I guess Ben Shapiro has one with facts and logics from four months ago. That was two uh, million. Yeah, people still use it, but it's so cringy, these guys. I mean, these are all douches. Facts and logic. Only facts and logic. We got the music playing, it's time. All right, guys. Oh, you guys are trying to tell me something. Please. All right, guys, thank you so much. We'll see you all tomorrow morning for Leftovers. Have a fantastic night. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, We will see you next time.